Popper to the People is brought to you by MTG Madness. You can visit them online at mtgmadness.com. This is Popper and the People. With me tonight is Peter. Hello. Uh, Dan. Uh, Mikey. It's the champion to you. Okay. And Brennan. Howdy, everybody. And uh, Chris will be joining us later for the set review. We're, we're doing the set review tonight, but he's going to join us once we hit, hit the black cards because he's still en route. Um... I apologize, but, uh, I wasn't here last week to gloat on my Popper Classic Tuesdays win. <laughs> yeah. You crushed it, though. I did, though I kind of luck-sucked my way to victory the entire tournament. Like, no. I uh, I don't think I may, I don't think I played optimally more than I made mistakes, and the deck was just so powerful, it just carried me. Yeah, that's cool. I also beat the man who had it all, so I got an achievement. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah. But winning any any Magic tournament requires having a good deck, playing well, and having a lot of luck. So well last done. week, last week I couldn't even have been bought a, a Christmas present because I mean I already had it all at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how was everyone's Easter weekend? Pretty good. That's good. Uh, yeah. I got some really bad news this weekend for myself. I did too. Would you like Mike to knows about it. Mike knows about my bad news. It was on Facebook. Oh yeah, I, I am so. so yeah, sorry um, my uh, but it's a it's actually a family friend of ours, but it's my sister in law's family. More, we uh, on Saturday, her brother in law and her husband were uh, my sister in law's brother in law and her husband were driving back from us from Staples, Minnesota. They're uh, up in Cass County, in, uh, up here in Minnesota, and uh, they got in a car accident, and he lost his wife. Oh, my God. Awful. That is a yeah. shame. And it's, uh, it was like it was to the point of like not even, like there wasn't even a chance of saving her. She was just, as soon as the accident was over. So, yeah, we're dealing with that because we're really close for our family, or my... Our, my in-laws and uh, that family are pretty close to each other. Like we spend a lot of holidays together and hang out and stuff. So, so yeah, no, uh, no services. No service has been announced yet. Uh, Mike is still recuperating. Uh, the guy, the, the husband, he survived. He, uh, he's still recuperating, and they just moved him to St. Cloud for another surgery because he suffered a uh, dislocated hip with a dislocated hip that's fractured. And uh, broken our he broke his hand and he has a chemical burn from gasoline on his back. And uh, they got they they had him in the staples, but they transferred him to St. Cloud because he's got to go through another surgery because on his hip one hip uh, a, a bone a bone fragment chipped off of his hip and it's it's in in, in the socket. So now he's got another surgery to go through to get that thing, get that taken care of and. That's so, a damn shame. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's I mean it's 
We're we're dealing with it. <laughs> was he the driver? He was the driver. Oh, then he has a whole lifetime of blaming himself. Uh, well, he, it's it's not really it, the, the the accident was caused by by a drunk driver. From this, from from what we've gathered so far, what what rumor has it that uh, it was a drunk driver that caused caused the chain reaction to begin with. Get so, yeah, so yeah, we're yeah, so we're dealing. We're 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 everyone's kind of everyone in our family and their families kind of chipping in to help out as much as we can. And that's all we really can do right now. They uh, uh, Mike and Jackie. Jackie's one that passed away. They have uh, they have three kids. The oldest is ten years old, and the youngest is ten months old. Oh my god! So yeah, they're so we're everybody's doing fine. We're just dealing with dealing with everything on a on a daily basis and helping helping out Mike as much as possible. So in our way. In in in, in a you know in indirectly or directly. So so but yeah we're dealing with it. Um other than that, uh Easter was we still had Easter. Our family got together and still had Easter and celebrated the holidays, but it was kinda somber. It's at times like that that you have to get together. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we had the fire. I had I had the fire pit going all weekend. So I got the fire. Like I, we had a fire on Friday. Like that. There was still snow on the ground. I posted pictures on Facebook. I think uh, was it Billing Matt Matt Billings. You know Matt. He uh, he posted on Facebook. Thought we were, thought we were crazy. Took a picture of my wife sitting by the fire in her coat, reading her Kindle, with snow behind her. And Matt's just like, "Are you? You're nuts!" And my wife responds like, "It's Minnesota. We deal. We deal with it. Forty degrees is fire weather." <laughs> I wish it was forty degrees. <laughs> so we uh, we had a fire, and then uh, on Friday I had a bunch of friends over. And then on the Saturday was game day. We played an epic game of Zombicide. And uh, yes, Peter, we had every single zombie miniature on that board. Nice. We used all the tiles. We went for a big game and used all the tiles. That game is amazing. I'm buying my own, buying myself a copy of it now because I really want it. <laughs> well, you realize Brian's got like three expansions for it now or something like that, right? Yes, I'm gonna buy all three expansions too because I want it. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, we did. We played Zombicide and. Uh, what else did we do? No, no, that's about it. And then uh, the EDH league. I want to say for my for our EDH play group, it is absolutely perfect. Like literally perfect. Like it probably doesn't work for a store or or other EDH play groups, but our play group it works. It is absolutely perfect in every way for a play group. So. It was a lot of fun. There's really no no one's. It's only our first first week, but everyone had a lot of fun. There was not one complaint about this guy's being you know, a douchey player or anything like that. So that's pretty sweet. I think Chris is going to be joining us a lot earlier than the Black Review. Is he? He's on. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Then he can take over Black. That could be taken in a very, very racist way. I know, right? <laughs> there we go. But how was anybody else's weekend? Sorry, I guess I tried to ramble on. 
Hello. My, my weekend was better than yours. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was about to say. I was <laughs> well, about that, to, that I was might about go without com- saying, but... Yeah. I was about to complain about in-laws. That seems <laughs> petty now. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, I, I got some, some bad news. What? So, well, I don't know if it's anywhere near close to what you went through, but uh, I now found out that uh, my eye problems are actually uh, ten times as worse as I thought they were. Uh, it turns out that I have a very rare case of uh, bad, I don't really remember what it's called, but it's like catechosis or something like that in both of my eyes. And it turns out I might have to have surgery on my eyes at some point in my life or yeah. to uh, to save the eyesight. See, my left eye, I was born with uh, like half the lens removed. Yeah. Uh, but I was just born that way. And yeah. uh, shout out to Lady Gaga, terrible artist. What's funny? Um, so uh, it turns out that they might be able to actually make the eye function because right now I don't like when I try to look out to my left eye, I just see everything in like a blurry state because I'm only looking out through half a lens. Mm-hmm. But the doctor is now going to check if the eye is good enough that that it has perfect vision. So they're going to at some point. I'm going to have to have surgery in a few years or something. And then they'll take the lens out and then replace it with a contact lens. And that'll be my eye lens for the rest of my life. Oh, the crystal one? Uh, I don't know. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hi, everyone. Mikey? What? Mikey, uh, what's the chance of success of the operation then? Will will you be fine? Uh, I don't know. I mean... It's all in the early states. I have to go check out. I have to go to my doctor's college professor in the city in Manhattan so that he can check out um, the problem and give me some drops so that, uh, I mean, the first thing I thought was like, you know, the first thing I asked the doctor was, am I going to go blind? And he said, well, we're not going to let that happen. So, I mean, there's a chance that if I had never caught this, I guess I could have gone blind completely in my life. But uh, the reason why the glasses never helped me out was because um, in my right eye, when I would look through the lens, I would only see through, like, the tip of it. So it wasn't actually doing anything. And the reason why when I squint, I see fine is because I'm I'm sending a minimal beam of light through my eye. And is why I'm able to see see well when I'm squinting, but that's damaging my eye. So now... uh, What's going to happen is they're going to have to give me drops to try and uh, just, I, I guess, like take care of the catechosis problem. But if it if it doesn't take care of it, I'm going to have to have eye surgery at some point in my life, which I'm not looking forward to, believe it or not. Yeah. And that was that was, that was my bad news, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to have to wear contacts probably the rest of my life. Yeah, that's not bad. Contacts aren't horrible. I'm glad you caught it. Yeah. 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 But Chris has joined us, so we have him now. (laughs) How was your Easter? Don't sound so happy. How was your Easter? (laughs) It was good. I'm eating jelly beans right now. It's the official old school crew with the two new guns. Yeah. Um, Chris, (laughs) you should should start your recording because if this, our, our, our review takes too long, you can piece together what I recorded and what you recorded. Did we already I'm start? recording too. Yeah, I started like mine. Halfway in. Yes. Okay, so we're, we're halfway through. No. We haven't started the series yet. We're still at intro. 
Yeah, we're halfway through the beginning. Yeah. Christ. I, I, <laughs> so, I, you I, start your recorder, because then if it gets going, if it, if it gets too late and i got to get to work, you, you can... It's a matter of just keeping the cut, you know what I mean? I'm already recording. Good. Where is that? Where He's the awesome like that. Brennan, Walker is here. I would like you to clear my name. Clear your so. name for what? For the shuffling cards incident. Oh, he didn't mean to do it, Chris. God damn it! I, I really... <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm on his side. He is a habit. He, he can't help it. <laughs> I'll remember well, this. For every time you think about the the card shuffling that you accidentally did, just realize that there's been five or six times that Nate's cleared his throat and went <laughs> into the microphone <laughs> when someone else was talking, and I can't edit that out at all. Yeah, I tried not to. <laughs> there's this there's this little thing. It's it's a picture of a microphone, and if you click it, it mutes you. Well, no I never way. have it on. No freaking way. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so, Chris, you're going to do black. Okay. So, I, I purposely don't have a color to do. I'm just going to comment on Is stuff. Is everybody okay so. with the colors they're doing? Yeah, I, I think I love my color. He likes white. Yeah, you got blue because you like, you're a blue shenanigans, and Chris is a black player. You got Brennan doing red and Peter doing green, so... But yeah, so there's like, we're not going to do any financial or anything. We're just going to go right to this brew of the month and we're going to do the set review. So, but yeah, so uh, does anyone else want to let talk about their weekends? I can chime in with a short story about. Go for it. Uh, regarding in laws. Um, I had uh, a visit from my in laws who I actually like a lot. But, Did you uh, feed they them the rancid to... meat? <laughs> they were going to the villa and I had to go to the capital for another family thing so I, I missed them so that they went to visit my wife and I was oh no I don't get to meet my in-laws and I actually felt like that but uh, to compensate they actually did all the wallpaper work in the villa that I was supposed to be part of so my in-laws came to my house had a great time and uh, did all the work I nice. was on my bench so um, yeah I'm wow. pretty happy yes. Awesome. While well, I had an awesome Easter weekend in the capital. Yeah. That's cool. That that all? Yeah. Okay. Uh, MTGO Brew of the Month. Uh, we're going to do Brew of the Month because there's a new set. Hey, let's do Standard Popper. So what was your idea, Peter? I was primarily because when last Brennan was talking about it, like, there was no Blue Wedding start. I kind of wanted to give that a go again, but... I don't know. Maybe do something in red because I love Zerta Druid and I know uh, Dan loves him too. Yes. Is Zerta Druid? He's the man of dark that does damage. He does damage. Yes. That dude is pure efficiency. So what do you want to do? Red, green, aggro? Huh? What does anyone else want to do? I'm fine with whatever. Okay, indecisive as usual. Dan, how about you? I'm giving my job to Brennan. Well, that doesn't involve white. Shuffling cards. <laughs> no, he already took that one. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, any... Well, <laughs> blue-white, I think, with these new cards, you're going to have some serious hero blue-white heroic. You can almost mimic the, um... Oh, what's it called? The block. Um, Theros block. Um, oh, the blue-white, um... Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. 
The blue light deck where they play like all the ordeals and stuff. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. That deck is so bad. <laughs> that deck is so bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, silence. <laughs> Hold silence for the deck. <laughs> Let's all have a moment of silence for blue white uh, ordeal that deck. Yeah. Oh. I, I just don't want to play with white cards. I really don't want to play with white cards. <laughs> hey, do you think you can make that? Remember that that Gruel uh, Biggies deck that kind of lost yeah. early on. That one. Can we make that work? Because that would be Good. that's ridiculous. Just just pump out big things and swing in. So sounds easy. like a job to use a uh, Zerta Druid. So I'd be game for that. So we have yeah. yeah I do I do like pumping out the fatties. <clears throat> we know. Where's your Donald? Shout outs to you. <laughs> you fat son of a bitch. <laughs> so such green red. <laughs> yeah, so green I guess red, green, yes. green red fatties. Green red fatties. Can we okay. call it green red Donald? Oh, you mean? So do we want to do this? Do we want to do this <laughs> and build next week and build the deck on the air, or do we want to just come build Let's our build own decks? Yeah, build, build it on the air. Build next on week. the air we'll sounds fun. But now okay, that we have some ideas to actually sit down, look at stuff, and go like, okay, this might fit, and then we'll bounce it off each other next week. Are we going to use okay. Journey in it, or no? We have mm. to use Journey. Yeah, Journey. Of course we are. Okay. Then, yeah, let's build it on the show next week. I mean, I'm cool with that. Okay. But, yeah, so that business is done. It's going to be uh, Red Green Fatties. Has anyone sent us any EDH deck list yet? No, not yet. Not that I've, not that I've seen. Just the one for Dan. Okay. <laughs> If we're building red green fatties, then we gotta sing the uh, the Queen song, uh, "Fat Bottom Girls." They make the rock and roll go around. Heck yeah! The hell are you talking about, Queen? Queen. Band. Okay, he's not from my, my our era of music. Oh my god! I don't know what he's talking. I heard I heard the word <laughs> Queen, and then you went silent for like two seconds, oh. and then I heard the song "Fat Bottom Girls." By oh. Queen. Queen, Freddie Mercury. Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there no, you went, you went, I heard Queen and then Girls. That's what I heard. Yes. I'll, my I'll. All right. <laughs> okay. But that's the review. We're going to do red green, uh, red green fatties, and we'll talk about next week. My ace. But now, without further ado, Journey to Nick's set review. More like Journey to Chris. And uh, we're kicking it off with Dan in white. Uh, thank you. I just did. A, a, did I, I didn't mention that on air. Did I? I did a two and a half hour set review uh, yep. on just another magic podcast. Yeah. For oh uh, turned out to be for limited. <coughs> I thought it was for all formats. So I don't play Terrace limited. So yeah. I did a great job on that. You can find it on YouTube. <laughs> nice. Well, luckily, uh, just wait till you get to black with me. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we're just doing commons, so we don't have to go through the other. It would have been really yeah. funny if, as soon as you heard it was limited, you just like walked away. <laughs> Drop mic. Well, <laughs> it's been good. <laughs> just like I so, actually oh, know a lot more about Terra's Limited now than I did. Yesterday. This card is going I... to be amazing and vintage. Oh, we only do limited. Well, seems I need to be hitting the old dusty trail now. <laughs> But then I slept for four hours, and that, now I'm doing this, so I'm a bit groggy. But here we go. Johnny's present. So one white mana instant. Um, 
Any number of target creatures get plus one, plus one, and gain indestructibility <laughs> until end of turn. Uh, strive two and a white for each target beyond the first. So it's it, like kicker, uh, right? Yes. It's like replicate. Yeah, it's oh, like replicate. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, 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 I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it replicate. Yeah, but didn't replicate? Didn't replicate copy the casting cost or whatever the spell was? Right. It, it yeah. made, made copies all go on the stack, and this a Johnny's presence can be countered with one counter spell, whereas replicated ones took. Yeah. Many right. Replicate spells. is like replicate the <clears throat> copy is onto the stack. This one oh. fireball. Yeah. Yeah. Just paying extra. Okay. This is a strict upgrade to Mortal's Soul, then. Uh, yeah, but if you if you're playing this, you might as well just play Rootborn Defenses. Pretty much. Yeah. But the Rootborn Defenses doesn't trigger heroic. It's true. So Ooh. I think this is Mortal's Soul we're seeing play in standard popper. Yeah. And uh, this will see. This looks way better. In terms of standard pauper, yes, this card is really good. In terms of regular pauper, in, of classic pauper, I would just play. Yeah, well, I, I think uh, we're just. That, I think that, we're that's taking it. most cards in. Yeah, yeah. I think we're just. I think we're just <laughs> take, We're gonna take most of these cards for standard pauper, and then kind of branch off that if we have to. Yes, you so have to do that, I, otherwise it's like nope. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, otherwise, like just play I gotta that. Say, play that. I, I'm I'm 100 contrarian on all the strive commons. I think they are all terrible. And they should they will not be played. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, here's, whoa. Here's my reasoning. Hold, hold on, hold on. Okay. No. Hold, hold on. Hold I'm, on. Not done. We, I'm not done yet, we, Mikey. We, we, we uh-huh. don't allow negativity on the show. <laughs> no, sure. Oh, okay. I'm oh, wait, sorry. is that just me? I meant, Damn it! I meant I see them differently than you. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> here, here here's my thought. Okay, you have you have the one mana, one plus one plus one, and and most people think that all. I mean, most people agree with you guys that these are great and will be played. <clears throat> like Doc, uh, Chris Baker and all those guys. Um, here's what I see. You see a, a one-mana instant that gives plus one, plus one, until end of turn, no counter, and makes it indestructible. That's pretty good. It's better on a heroic creature, but all your other creatures, it's pretty good. Now, if you add one more target, you're getting a two-mana, two-white, to target only two creatures to give them plus one, plus one, until end of turn, and indestructible. It's okay, but would you put that card in your deck? If there was a four-mana card that said, up to two creatures get plus one, plus one until end of turn and gain indestructible, would that card make it into your deck? You no, but no, you're putting no. it into your deck for the one-mana effect, and then the rest is gravy. I, I still, I think there's, I, I don't know, I don't think that that one-mana effect is worth uh, any card, any, to replace the cards that are currently in, like White Weenie or any of the other ones. You sound like Marshall Sutcliffe doing the vanilla test, right? Now. <laughs> but, really? but I'm not. I'm not trying to. Do, um, but I'm. I'm it makes a lot of you. sense, though. It makes a lot of sense. If this was a four mana instant, we probably wouldn't even be talking about it. Right. Here, yeah. Here's here's the way I look at it. Uh, right now, even even if even just for one mana, mm-hmm. what does this do that God's willing doesn't already? Right, so it's uh, not replacing God's willing. No. no. Well, God's willing can prevent. So you want you want you want to play both. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the only way you would play it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting God's willing. And is it is it worth adding to a, a heroic deck? That how do I put this? Is okay. In a, in a white weenie heroic deck, how many mm-hmm. non-creature spells do you have usually? 
there are some lists playing Shielded Passage. Could replace that. Mm. What does Shielded Passage do? I, I apologize. One white mana parental damage would be dealt mm -hmm. to target creature this turn. That's correct. Okay. Now... Yeah, that, it is a better replacement to that one. Right, it's a better replacement to that. But mm -hmm. now, if you were going to keep... If that was a better spell than this, like let's say you drew a card off of it, would you add this? To the deck to make sure to make room to take away a creature. No. Exactly. No. Uh, but what I'm saying is that it, it will see play in some decks. That's no, true. right. It, it it'll see, it'll see, passage by far. Yeah, it, it's better than uh, a, a spell is always better than something. <coughs> but yeah, the problem it's better is better than stuff that sees play. That's my right. Point. Right. Uh, no, I agree with you. But to to what Brennan was saying, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because because. What 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 this card? Because I think this card is always going to be a one mana spell. Because in those heroic decks, I think you play such little land that you're never going to go above three usually. At least from what I've seen. There seems to be a lot of long games in standard poker. Most decks I've seen only play like twenty to nineteen lands. Most way we need decks. Yeah, which means that some of the time they will get to. Even to seven mana. I've never seen that get to seven mana, but alright. I think I'm seeing the, the, the amount of standard poker I play. There, some games go extremely long. Yeah. Yeah. Once you hit, once you hit that magical board state of uh, <laughs> where you know the the Care Bear, uh, the Care Bear stare, where you're both <laughs> looking at each other. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're gonna need something to get you past. The long game, true. It's just going to get that path. hard because that does, it doesn't help. <laughs> this, go, this goes to show how much I play standard pauper. I would have never imagined <laughs> that games go that long in standard pauper. Yeah, like it, I'm, it, I'm looking it, at two really fast aggro decks. I'm thinking, well, they're probably just going to bash and trade all day, and no board is ever going to get clogged up. Remember that milling is a is a valid strategy. Yeah, that does take a while. You know, I wonder who it is in Wizards that loves Mill so much that forces everybody to put a Mill strategy into every single set that comes out. Well, it's viable. It's a subset of players. Yeah. It's a typical um, mechanic for the there pieces people, some people. Right. There are people who play Mill-based EDH. <clears throat> Seriously. Yeah, I have a friend who wow. plays Mill-based wow. EDH deck. And he's actually killed someone with it once. Believe it or yeah. not, it should be on Ripley's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this yeah. one is getting far too much attention. So yes, we have Acro and Mastiff for four mana. You get a 2-2 two -two that can has the ability one mana tap, tap target creature. So yeah. this is a crucial card for Theros Limited, I, I've learned. <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's no. way too expensive to do yeah, anything in I agree. If it was two mana, maybe. Yeah, maybe. but Theros Limited yeah. lacked the tapper for the longest time, and here it is. Man, good lord. Could you imagine Theros Limited? You just draft all of these. Ugh. Every time you see one, just take it. Nice yeah. Voltron, man. Theros Limited lacks a lot of things. Ornament of Nyx. Two and a white mana for an enchant creature. Enchant creature has double strike as long as it's an enchantment. Otherwise, prevent all damage that would be dealt by enchanted creature. Oh, ick. So it's uh, flexible. It's an enchantment. 
Uh-huh. Uh, it's an aggressive enchantment if you need it. Otherwise, it's a, uh, sort of the worst removal spell ever. Yeah, <laughs> right. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, is not improved. Yeah, that, bes- that this would be ridiculous in the bestow deck. Well, the thing would is, like, for it to be the double strike, it needs to be an enchantment creature, which means it either needs to be hitting your hopeful Lodian, which is a one-one, and you don't a one with double strike isn't all that intimidating, or you hit the green bestow creature, which is what like a two two with reach maybe. Well, there's also not the uh, oh, there's, there's quite a few. Remember there's the, the amount of enchantment creatures in this set, so I think there will be. Yeah. More enchantment creatures. Yeah, there, there will be a uh, constellation deck. Oh, there's well, quite a lot of enchantment creatures. I'm not saying that there aren't a lot of them. Just look at the ones that are being used currently in standard popper. Like, usually the few ones that we like, the reoccurring ones that you see, are the hopeful Elodian, the green one that gives reach, the Nimbus Naiad because it's an effective flyer or gives you evasion, and there's one more. Why can't I think of it? And there's another one, but. Out of all of those, does double throwing double strike on any of those ones right now prove to be useful all that much? It seems like a win more at that point. Yes. Well, yeah, of course. But don't underestimate the flexibility of having these two different modes. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think if you're going to use this card, it's probably going to be used more for those, like a a uh, what whatever that card was from um, sensory deprivation. I think it is the one blue minus three minus zero card from uh, Innistrad. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be used more as an overcost of that if it was it, played. Sensory deprivation <laughs> seeing any play? It was at one point. Yeah, it was. I think there's a there's an allegory to sensory deprivation coming up in the review too. We'll we'll look at that one. Oh, yeah. we are moving to a uh, boring French vanilla creature here, Eagle of the Watch, <laughs> two and a white, uh, two one flyer with vigilance. Woohoo! Pretty lame. Woo-hoo. So you have better options than that? Yeah. In I've never game. been so proud to see Maybe if this read one colorless mana and one white mana... No, then it would be but way But then it would strong. be overpowered. So, yeah, that, like, that puts Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't know. Just on Welkin' turn there and go, hey, surprise, guess what? Who gives a crap about Welkin' turn? Even Mono Blue Flyers gave a crap about Mono Welkin' turn. Well, all right, I didn't know that. One toughness in the world of Electricity <laughs> is pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the Font of Vigor. One and a white, uh, and it's an enchantment, and you can sacrifice it for two and a white, and you gain seven life. That is uh, obviously crap, and I'm so disappointed yeah. that they didn't, give us, they didn't give us the seals. Yeah. Yes, the, the seals. Wait, wait, are you sure it's obviously crap? <laughs> Yep. It's. Uh, it cares about seven life. Yeah. Would, you, would you like to explain why it's obviously crap? Because it's uh, an effect that's not worth a card in any format. Yeah, you don't win the game by having more life than your opponent. No, you. But don't. it you gives you game. an extra turn, man. But hey, Flickergate no. proves that if you have enough life that they can't kill you, you might have just enough time to kill them. Yeah, but Flickergate did that without losing cards. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like this is a million pretty much. You see what this card is missing. Is a simple line that says draw a card. That's all it's missing. It's it's missing the line of draw a card. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty and much. even at uh, even if it costs zero mana to cast and one white mana to activate, it would be crap. You know what the really yeah. sad part is? Even if it had draw a card, it would still be really bad. 
Of course, you can trigger constellation. You can yeah, you know retrieve this, the aura answer and stuff. But uh, yeah, you know what? this remind this font of vigor reminds me of there. Remember in Alara when they had those artifacts? Yes. Yeah. It looks fast. looks like they're just trying to make capsules. Oh yeah, the capsules. Oh. Yeah, but those capsules are actually good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. The like capsules one of them was good. a terror. One of them, like the white one, was a disenchant. The blue one was divination. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a five man against seven life. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't five man against seven. There you go. Have yeah. a good day. Like, yeah, it looks like that's what they're trying to do. The only I benefit the... I think it has right now, like in standard, is the fact that if for some reason you feel you don't get enough life in a deck that uses ethereal armor, you have another enchantment you can just throw out there. At least like, the white spell bomb like had jaw card on it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we're harping on this card a little too yeah. much. Harvest Guard Alcides. <laughs> two and a white for two, three creature, and it has constellation. So whenever Harvest Guard Alcides or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, prevent all damage that would be dealt to target creature this turn. Uh, sounds like something that should have been an instant, right? Oh, my eyes <laughs> yeah. Bad. yeah. If that thing read yeah. protection as opposed to like, prevent damage, that thing would actually be pretty darn good. So the idea here is that you you have a Voltron and then it could attack. Where's uh, Flesh? Care about Death Touch. Uh, Why doesn't have Flesh on it? Yeah. <laughs> but if it has Flash, nothing in the set has Flash, I think. Yeah, no, there are things that have Flash level. in the set, but not at common level. Yeah, common. There's nothing. So I'd say this sucks. Yeah, I would <laughs> so you're bad. right. I agree. It's bad, Chris. I I agree. What about this guy? I mean, I don't like. It, I mean, I can't. I can't really add any more to it. It's. It's just missing that crucial piece, be it flash or be it protection, that would put it over the top. But yeah, I like protection from creatures till the end of the turn. Now that that would be ridiculous. Be I mean, I think. I think if it had flash, it'd be a little too strong at common level, just for what it does. I uh, listen a lot to Mark Rosewater's podcast, and uh, he is pretty. He hates protection from creatures. So whenever you get protection from creatures stuff, it's uh, development that puts it in. <laughs> Mark Rosewater hates a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if it had, if it did grant protection from creatures, that would be. Yeah. Good. That'd be really, really good. <laughs> uh, what about this guy, Lagona Band Trailblazer, a white mana for a zero four, and it has heroic. Put a plus one plus one counter on it. Yeah, it's way too much work. No way. No, this is awesome. This, this is, is my awesome. this is my absolutely favorite. Concept. It's hard to kill it to zero four. It's it way too much work. No way. It is. It's not way. Awesome. I mean, in popper <laughs> in popper, our primary way of buffing dudes is enchantment. I mean, it's not way. It's now more work than no. what you would do to be putting any other sort of enchantment on a creature. And it's not like if I I would say if this was a zero two. I'd probably say bad card, but it's a zero four. It's not the easiest card to to kill. Yeah, but like, are you gonna play this zero four over something that like uh, is just more powerful than it? Like, what are you going to play it over, and in, in what decks? But there are not there are not enough basic heroic creatures in standard popper, so I think you need another one. Yeah, yeah. I think the only the one is if you need. A creature that is this defensive, but I think Brennan has a has a good thing to say. Here. So, what were you thinking, Brennan? Oh, this stops early aggro. 
that's what kills any kind that that that's what that's like nemesis of of the heroic decks right now because you're trying to build something up. You need something to stop early aggro, or you're going to get shut out. Yeah, this it's true. <clears throat> this can kick a lot of cardboard butt in that. And O four can get there because it's a one drop O four, and it's like, yeah, drop your one one haste. I don't care. Yep. But what Sorry. deck is doing heroic stuff and being defensive? Uh, green white to a small degree, but not a whole lot. Right, but I, mean, I also I think that this set brings enough new heroic that I think you we can haven't do it. seen it yet. Yeah. It'd be heroic kinda, constellation. You can do heroic constellation, I think. And what about the cipher deck? The that's pretty defensive. Mm, that's true. That's true. He's basically the Voltron creature. Like right, like he's basically the Voltron creature. He, he's, he's, like, the, he's the middle piece to the Voltron that doesn't yeah, really do he, anything. He, he's the guy that comes <laughs> the down black and turns one and then all you do is build on him. He comes down turn one and all you do is build on him. He's Voltron. Uh-huh. Yep. To be fair, someone has to play devil's advocate on these. I mean, we can't all agree on something. <laughs> That's just not fair. That's not fun. <laughs> so. uh, moving on, mortal. Oh, this is a hard word. <laughs> Obstinacy. 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 There you go. Uh, okay. Obstinacy. 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 Someone is obstinate and mortal. It's <laughs> one mana for the enchantment aura. Enchant creature control. It gets plus one, plus one. This is a cycle. And whenever enchanted creature deals combat damage to a player, you may sacrifice this card. If you do, destroy target enchantment. Uh, so it's an extremely weak aura, but you get this upside that if you somehow manage to attack and do combat damage, you can. It's a sideboard card for the for the uh, for the mirror. I would just it's as soon an, use the uh, white spirit better. from Return to Ravnica or this thing every time. Yeah. So maybe after rotation. Then? Destroyers in this card. Mm. Yeah, I'd say after rotation, <clears throat> things seems a lot more effective, but until then. No, yeah. just use the, uh, whatchamacallit spirit, that's a bear, and then you can sack to destroy enchantments. I mean, like, you could play it to help out with Ethereal Armor, but if you're playing it for the destroy enchantment effect, I would just play Revoke Existence. It's very yeah. conditional removing enchantments. Yeah, it's yeah. incredibly conditional. And your creature's gonna lose that 1-1 one, one when you sack it. That's true. Yeah, like, you're play- what are you gonna do? You're gonna play it for the 1-1, one, one, but then all of a sudden you're just gonna sack to destroy enchantment, then, like, the reason you played it's gonna screw up your math. Right. Now, um, after rotation, when we no longer have the beautiful and lovely ethereal armor, what can we expect from common one-cast auras? We don't know the next set yet, so... Yeah. But right. we know that it will be... We will have a lot of enchantment creatures. Yes. But yeah, but it's, it's, hard comment on, it's hard to comment on post-rotation when we, when we don't even know M15 yet. It would just be theory crafting. Yeah, we, oh, I know. we know about 60% of the next standard popper environment. I guess. Yeah. So I think we can make predictions, but this is still taking a slot from something that is probably better. Yeah. yeah. For right now, yes. Like in, like Dan said, like until like Return to Ravnica rotates, this thing probably won't see play. Yeah. I mean, and it probably won't see play after, but it might. <laughs> this would be you never really know. Good. We could hit a really bad slope and just get crap caught. <laughs> this would be really good if you had a way to keep recurring it yeah, on like an unblockable creature or something, because then you can just keep destroying enchantments, getting in for extra damage. But oh yeah, there was a 
There was a uh, there's a red card that does that. It's, oh gosh, it's old. I can't remember what it's called. Um, it does what? Basically, you put it on, and then at the end of the turn, it goes back to your hand. Crap! It's red, common. I can't think of it. But it's there. I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about, but I I can't remember for the life of me. <laughs> Somebody's anyway. listening to this right now, just screaming at you guys. Yeah, no, yeah. no problem. Yeah. It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> yeah, okay. Maybe they should be on the show instead of us. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think if it had that condition, it would make it really cool. Yeah. Next card. Yeah. Oppressive race. Uh, for one mana, you get an enchanted creature. Enchanted creature can't attack or block unless its controller pays three. An activated ability of enchanted creature costs three more to activate. This is the answer to the question, what would it take to make pacifist cost one? And I think this is, it reminds me of Paralyze, if you remember mm. the yeah. alpha card. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking that it looks like a functional reprint of an old card, and I couldn't remember which one. I was trying to look it up. It, it isn't, but uh, it is close. Yeah. And I think this is really good. Yeah, I agree. Any fast deck. I think it's really good. Yeah. I think yeah. it needs to be altered. It needs um, a nice montage of a picture of Ray Lewis, Ray Charles, and Ray Liotta. On it. <laughs> Impressive rays. <laughs> I can't laugh at that because then that would be racist. What? <laughs> Have you been accused of being racist lately? Only the last couple shows. So. Not answering that. Wow. <laughs> So, great card, actually. This yeah. is one yeah. of my favorites. That's I am 100% agree. I you know, it. to be fair, I'm just, I don't know where I was going with that. I just felt like saying the word racist and putting it somewhere to be funny. <laughs> it seemed to work, so. No, nope. but, um, but this card is going to, I mean, imagine you go in, like, White Weenie, you go turn one, one drop, turn two, two drop, and then, uh, turn three, you just, you know, raise their guy, and then, uh, like, especially against, like, mid-range decks. You know, like it just it just stops the creature from attacking or it stops from blocking too. Yep. Yeah, it stops from blocking early. Like it can it can help you get in that extra six damage you missed early. Yeah. Like on that O four guy, like if people start playing it, you can you can sideboard this in to stop it early from blocking. Yeah, that's true. True. And this is the first card I want to mention in classic popper because uh, you see the hexproof <laughs> lists playing Journey to Nowhere. <clears throat> and the hexproof deck is extremely. This will probably replace it. Yeah. This will probably replace it. It's definitely worth trying at least. Uh, I'm not sure it will replace it, but it's a candidate for. Starting. Yeah, well, well, re yeah, replacing is kind of a strong word, but it's definitely a candidate to try it out. I mean, one mana makes a huge difference. Right. Because yeah. my my classic proper dream is playing against somebody. They play Island Delver. It's my turn, and then I lay down one planes. Cast this on their Delver and just say "suck it," and then I go about my business for the next few turns because they're not doing crap. My, my dream for That's classic popper. Sorry. Oh uh, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll say it after. Uh, the the one thing in classic popper about uh, one versus two mana removal is just the first turn Delver. And now you can get the first turn Delver. You don't yes. have to get your journey to nowhere. Uh, well, you do have Sunlands. <coughs> I mean, mm, yes, 
And it is uh, a lot of play in white. Yeah. Uh, my my dream for Classic Popper is to have a Popper Nationals and fly people out to New York to have it. <laughs> That'd be cool. Which I, I I am going to, as soon as I open up my store with my friends, I'm going to try to work towards. Are you opening up a store? Uh, as soon as my friend's credit gets all established and we can look for a loan, yes. Sweet. <laughs> nice. All That's right. cool. Thank you. Uh, moving on to Oresco's Swiss Claw, one and a white for a 3-1 vanilla creature. What about the three one vanilla creatures, Brennan? Do they see a lot of play? Daring Skyject, and it is not vanilla. So That's is there room for this one? I don't think so. No. I bet there's I plenty of room for it in Chris's Lawcat stack. I like that of the six Blade. It's a cat warrior, I forgot to mention. That. Yeah, yeah, I prefer Blade of the Six Pride just because I like the future site artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the future yeah. site frame is awesome. They really need to bring that frame back. That frame was beautiful. So many people complained about it, though. So many people hate fun. That's true. A lot of people complain about Necropotence. Awesome. I wonder why. Okay, okay to be fair, a lot of people <laughs> complain about it for the right reasons. But... <laughs> I'll that next one, Dan. God, I did a low-cat stack, didn't I? Jeez. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, anyway... The next card is not the cat, I'm sorry. It's oh. Stonewise Fortifier, one and a white for a 2 2 creature that has the ability 4 and a white to prevent all damage that would be dealt to Stonewise Fortifier by target creature this turn. Ooh, it's wow. the slowest wall in the world. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Even by wall standards, that's slow. My initial, beat down. My initial gut reaction, I get, why, I get why someone would think this would look good. I can throw a bunch of enchantments on him. And then I can, you know, swing in with him or whatever, and I can prevent all this damage. But the amount of mana that it's going to take to do that is just insane. Even a turtle would look at this and be like, dude, you are slow. <laughs> yeah, so you, you can ride Stonewise Fortifier all the way to Magical Christmas Lamp. <laughs> yeah, plus his target ride... creature only. I mean, he could just get Doombladed or something. I mean, or... you could ride the Fortifier all the way to the losing column, but... Yeah, he's pretty bad. I'm, I'm, keep in I'm, keep in mind his name is Stonewise, so we all know how fa fast rocks move. <laughs> hey, some rocks move pretty rocks. fast. <laughs> Rightfully so. This guy should just be like uh, uh, in a corner with a dunce hat on. Yeah, we we get it. He's pretty. He's pretty bad. He's really bad. He's really really bad. Yeah. The last He's card really, in white. really, really bad. <laughs> yes, the last card. The last card in white is Supply Line Cranes. Oh. It's uh, three and two white for a two-four flyer, and it has when Supply Line Cranes enters the battlefield, plus a, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature. So we have a fat flyer here. It's a three. Mm -hmm. Worst case, it's a three-five flyer, and uh, it has flexibility. I'll be honest, I like him. Yeah, I do too. I do. I mean, he's a two-four. He's hard. To, he's hard as hell to kill, and he—he, he, I mean, he's basically a three-mana three-five. 
Let's say I suppose up to greet the height. Yeah, it's not bad. Let's say, well, this is the lifelink. Just remember how much of a terror Seraphodon was. Oh, oh God. God. I, remember yeah. when I, I remember when I called that the Pauper Bainslayer Angel. I didn't know it would take on so much. In it in literally Pauper. is. Yeah, it's it, it pretty literally good. warped that format into oblivion. You guys remember uh, when um, Squadron Hawks, there was the Squadron Hawks, um, Jace the Mind Sculptor thing where you would fetch, oh, yeah. the, uh, fetch the sword and you would attach it to the Squadron Hawk. Yeah, and everyone drew all those silly images of birds holding swords. Oh <laughs> my god. This is, this is it coming to fruition. <laughs> man. I was one of those people that loved Cobblade. I know, I'm an evil person. I hate Cobblade so much. Everybody hates I was around at the time. And I, I okay, I played standard when Cobblade was a deck, and I literally built the deck just to beat Cobblade. If I went to, went to F and M and I I beat the Cobblade deck but lost to everything else, I didn't care. It was a good night. It was a good <laughs> it night. It was a good night. <laughs> All right. So, what's your overall impression of White Men, Dan? Uh, I I like it. I think there is a lot of cards that will find a home, and uh, definitely after rotation. Do you really believe that, or are you just trying to be nice about it? No, I do believe it. Okay. Yeah. He believes! I am a believer! I, guess, I, think, I think, Brandon, <laughs> you probably feel pretty similar to Dan then, too, right? Yeah, I think that this... Uh, I feel better about the white cards in this one than I did in um, Born of the Gods. Overall impression. I, I, I feel... I'm just going to say I feel better about this set compared to both Theros and Born of the Gods put together, because Theros and Born of the Gods both suck. So, And we have a lot of white decks in Standard Pop right now, so... We do. They are happy. Cool, cool. I mean, I, I gotta say, I think that this is the first set in the block that looks like it wants to actually... Um, make sure that people interact with each other is where the first two sets were kind of just like, yeah, you guys like first person shooter games. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, yeah, I, 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 I think there's room for a lot of the white cards in standard popper in this one for in one, one way, shape or form. So, yeah. Right, who's tackling blue? That would be Mr. Mike. On to the blue. On to the net. On, on to the net. I'm going to kill myself if I keep singing that song. Okay. Ugh. My eyes hurt already. You were, you were singing? What? Nothing. What? <laughs> Excuse me? You were going to do something about cards and blue cards? Yeah. Talk about blue cards. Uh, Reminisce. Sorry, my eyes are freaking out. Um, okay, we got Aerial Formation. At least I think that's what it says. Yes. Yeah, what about a blue instant? Strive. Which means, just like the other card, the yeah. other white card that had Strive, you can pay two and a blue for every other card that it targets. And what it does is, any number of target creatures each gain plus one, plus one, and gain flying until end of turn. Not the best. No. Not the best. It's basically, they did one for every color. They did a one-mana instant spell with Stripe for every color, and it does whatever, a 1-1 one, one counter plus whatever the color's supposed to do. I mean, Brennan, are there any blue decks in, in Santa Papa where this could be used as a finisher? Mm, 
Mm, I think they already have flyers if they want flyers. Yeah. Or aqueous form or whatever it is if they want to look for a big Yeah. Yep. I, I, I give this two thumbs down. So here's my thought on here's my thought on this is um for for a one mana effect to do this to just one creature is kind of irrelevant and to use it as a finishing move again you're running into that same problem where if it costs three additional mana every time you do it it's just gonna rack up really quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Yep. It looks better in blue green. Yeah, for if you well, yeah, that's, ramp. But that's what you, I was thinking. You know what kind of upsets me about these cards? I know I've already harped on it too much, and I won't harp on it much longer. But there is a specific card, I believe it's either uncommon or rare, that takes the cost of these strive cards down and makes them reasonable. Yeah, the Tomatarg. Yep, there you go. I, I mean, guy. the way I was thinking about it was like, is there a blue-green <laughs> deck that just like vomits out a bunch of green creatures and then, you know, you just use this as like, oh, I give four of them flying and kill you. Well, the uh, that we talked about earlier, that Fatty's deck that we're talking about, yeah. that would be the closest thing that could handle something like this, although it's green-red that we're going in. We'll but, make it rug. Yeah. Three-color and poppers is never not a good idea. <laughs> hey, I play really? a five-color base deck in, in popper now, so... Did it involve Scuttlemutt? No. Then but I, I, do, I do miss that card. I'm not interested. You, you know what you could do with this card? What? Uh, you could have play uh, Four Scrolls Face and Four Steel of Secrets. And... <laughs> Oh my! You'd be drawing all the cards all the time. <laughs> yeah, you would never need more cards. <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to draw into? More draw cards? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually, I actually created a uh, an archetype in uh, in um, standard heirloom that was called uh, Blue Black Needs More Card Draw. Because <laughs> every time uh-huh. I would just complain about having about needing more cards. Funny. I played I want like, to draw all the cards. I played like 12 draw spells in the deck and still wanted more. Anyway, Jeez. so all next right. up is uh, Cloaked Siren. It's three and a blue, it's a three two, and it has flash and flying. So it's Snapping it. Drake for all you old school fans from old Ravnica, and uh, we got the first set it was in. I think it was Visions, but I could be wrong. And uh, it's it has flash though, this one. Mm-hmm. Good. Actually, not bad. Yeah. Like it. Still prefer yeah. the sea kite because that can flash in and block. Yeah, well, that was a this two block three, three, wasn't it, or whatever? There's yeah, a that's a two three. Yeah, this oh. one's more aggressive. Right, I, I I say put both in one deck. Yeah. Yeah. Let's mash them yeah. mash them together. Yeah. yeah. Three three two flyers are traditionally strong in standard poker oh, for four months. Yeah. I, I'm all about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you are not doing the whole show like that. <laughs> I like the next one. Oh god, that deck didn't need another card. Yeah, Mill just got one? another Looks Mill like just got another deck, another card. Counterman. It's a, it's a, oh, okay. The Counterman or counter, Yeah, Counterman. Yeah. Two blue blue instant counter target spell. Its controller puts the top four cards of his or her library in her graveyard. Looks hmm. like Mill just got a new toy. Yeah. But what, what is it replacing? Right, that's a lot of mana. That's a lot of mana. 
Why? Yeah, well, you got time when you're playing the middle deck. <laughs> so it's called no, blue, I black, slow middle. I mean, you already have Grizzly, uh, Grizzly, I think Spectacle is what it's called in that spot. So yeah. I don't know where you're going to fit this. I'm if saying you're... this does nothing for the middle deck. Because the middle deck doesn't care about milling, really. It just cares about milling enough right. so that it wins. But cool. it, it needs to be defensive, and this card is not defensive because it costs too much. I, I won't be caught dead with a four mana counter spell in any format, pretty much. And uh, because it's way too much. Cryptic command! <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, that's not a counter spell, that's a, a nightmare. That's a everything <laughs> spell. It doesn't count as a spell. It's a four mana nightmare. <laughs> well, what about, what about rewind and dismiss? Those are good counter spells. I play rewind. Yeah, but rewind, rewind. You're getting you're getting the mana back anyway. Oh yeah, that's true. And dismiss. I guess you're getting a card. This doesn't really do anything. It does combo nicely with the cloaked siren, though, because you have this. Okay, I'm leaving up four mana. The opponent mm-hmm. didn't do anything. Oh, I oh, can flash with the cloaked siren. True. Yeah. Well, it, it might be good in a, a, you know, like if you couple it with the three-two flash guy, because then. Uh, they might be playing around the three-two flash guy, or they might be playing around this counter spell. So if you, like, oh, you didn't do anything, you just play the three-two flash guy and start beating in. Yeah. Basically, put the fear of God in them, and then you know, there you go. Yeah. But 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 I agree with you. I mean, I, I think it's a win more card in 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 mill. Like just because a card does something that the theme of the deck wants to do doesn't make it playable. Is what we're, is what we're getting at. Right. Um, so for the next card, we have the blue font, which is uh, two mana, one in a blue, sacrifice it, draw two cards. This is the best of the font cards. Yeah. yeah. Probably the best one. It's four mana for, so Yeah. The question for Dan and Brennan, will this one replace Divination as the standard uh, or the go-to draw card? Mm-mm. I doubt it's it. It's way worse than Divination, but... Yeah. It is an enchantment, and that is relevant. So right. if you right, right. My theory is, or my theory behind it is, uh, if you're running a low mana, like a low mana curve deck, and you need the draw spell, will this be functional because you're allowed to play it out earlier and then reap the rewards from it because you only need to pay the two as opposed to getting to that three and dedicating that three mana to draw in your two cards? What you right. got here is a enchantment version of Courier's Capsule. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So your problem is, if, you, if you're a very cheap deck, you don't want to waste your turn two casting this. That's mm-hmm. true. So I think it will, but it will see play if you care about enchantments, if you want to boost your ethereal armor, if you can build a constellation deck. Yeah. It also, it's also better for extort, because it's easier to extort it than divination is. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing about it is, Peter, is divination is always three mana. Yep. If you draw this later, it's four mana, and that could be a huge difference. That's true. Yeah. Anything else? No. All right. Uh, next card. Uh, oh my eyes. God Hunter Octopus. Five and a blue. It's an octopus. How'd you gather that? Five, five. And uh, it can't attack unless defending player controls an enchantment or an enchanted permanent. So it's like a sea monster? It's a serpent, but rather than the yeah. island clause, it has an enchantment clause. How yeah. can it hunt gods? The gods wouldn't care about it. Yeah, I don't understand well, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the gods are all enchantments in this game, so... Hey, maybe Beowulf. Yeah, but it can't damage a god. 
That's true. No, it can't. They're indestructible. Yeah. I say this is the worst blue card in the set. Ever. It's, yeah, it's bad. Worst blue card ever, that's it? No, there are way worse blue cards. Really? <laughs> and okay. it, it, is, it is <laughs> by far... Yeah. <laughs> this is by far the most perverted card they've ever drawn. Perverted? Oh, it's look good. at it. Look at it. Um, Seriously. Is it better than the phallic worms? Oh, wow, it's like the other guy. There's one in red <laughs> in this set that I'll bet. Oh! It beats it as <laughs> for... I don't want to say what I'm thinking that looks like right now. I do not want to say what I'm thinking that looks like right now. That is a very angry thing. The word you're looking for is uh, Yannick. No, there's there's definitely a word that's used for What the hell is this picture? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh my god. I mean, you know, it's just... There's a. It looks like, it looks like a well, you know what? The last time we had a card that kind of looked like that was in the Ravnica block, and it was black green. So, you know, it would not surprise me if it was the same artist. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Jacobson. I don't buddy? think that's good. <laughs> Tyler, listen, listen to me. If any, if you hear this podcast, time to put away the hentai. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have to get a girlfriend. Hold on a second. I'll take care of this. I'll take care of this. Tyler, if you're listening to this, I'm going to be real with you, dog. You got got some problems in your brain. (laughs) I I understand you love that that, that tentacle stuff, bro, but this is is a a game where 14 and 13-year-olds play. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, something needs to replace Carp's Jack Menace. To be oh. the dirty card, so I mean, we oh, went yeah. from we went we went from Utabi orangutan to this. What <laughs> the hell? <laughs> Even Utabi orangutan would be turned off by this. <laughs> I just don't. I just I just don't understand. Like anyone can clearly see what the back of that jellyfish looks like. It's just not hard. And then you got the tentacles coming around. Oh, you see, it's like not hard. <laughs> oh, it's God, definitely it's not hard. Read the flavor text. Hold I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> I will match Stasa drop for drop. Dude! Show a god what true power. What? I'm reading the text. It's right there. Not you. Not you. Anybody. Anybody can read that. Anybody can understand exactly what that's a symbol. But what's our next card, Mike? Uh... I don't know. After seeing this card, I think I'm good. I don't think we need to I quit. I think, I think this is the best card in the... Okay. Oh, no. Uh, one second. <laughs> My Firefox is freaking out. Okay, there we go. Um, next card is Michael Jacobs' favorite card, Hubris. Because uh, I don't know, I don't know what the name, I don't know what the word means, but I've heard Michael Jacobs use it a lot. Um, it is, it is one in a blue instant return target creature, and all auras. Attached to that to that creature to its owner's hand. Hubris is pride. Mm-hmm. Oh, on the seven oh. deadlies. Yeah. Eh, I don't actually believe that they're all sins. I think they're guidelines to things that they people don't want you to do. We really gonna do this right now? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Let's discuss the mortal sins for now. Yeah. No. <laughs> New podcast, different name. <laughs> In a world where pauper mixed with the seven deadly sins. Yes, now it is. And the mafia wanted in. 
I'm this isn't good. I don't like this card. I don't like it. I, like rather, I would rather do something. I would rather bounce a creature to someone's hand and have all that person's enchantments go to their graveyard. Yeah, I'd rather... The only time this card is good... The only time this card is good if your your opponent has seven cards in their hand and they literally have a creature with about a billion enchantments well, on Well, no, Bre- Brennan makes a good point that, you know, returning the bestow creatures is, is cool, except uh, I'd rather deal with them individually than deal with them on one gigantic thing. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I don't think that this... When you compare this card to Voyager's End... I don't think it's good. Yeah, Voyager's End is. I'd rather scry one and what and have the creatures hit the board. Because like, think about like, even seeing play. Yeah, I've seen it as a one of. I don't know. Disperse is being some play. I despise it. I think this could be better than those two cards in some cases. So I think this will be experimented with. Yeah, probably. Because what what you're what you're dealing. Because th- think about every every bestow creature. That at best, we have what shield mate, which is three mana. So they're at least going to spend three mana to put shield mate back on something, and then most of them are four, five, and six mana. Yeah, but would you rather deal with them putting the bestow creatures back onto the guy to make it a big problem again, or would you rather just deal with one them at one at a time? Yeah, it's an I don't enormous have a with tempo that. hit. Yes. You could like negate thirteen mana with two mana. I suppose that that does make a good point when you think about how much mana they have to yeah, waste. And, right, and you're going to tie them down for the next at least couple rounds if you did this on something. It, it could worthwhile. be a five turn time walk. You're right. Very right. It's very very circumstantial, but right. Yeah. Game right there. You know what? You know what it's missing. Scry one. Yeah, it's missing. It's missing Scry 1. What's missing? I think if you add anything to this card, it would be very, very good. Well, yeah. Uh, okay. okay. So next up we have Pin to the Earth. Uh, one in a blue chain creature gets minus 6, minus 0. Sounds like deprivation ooh. plus plus. I like it. Yeah, me too. I like it a lot. I think it definitely nullifies the bestow mechanic. Yep, that that's that was my thought exactly. This. Uh, hey, this, look, you have a seven. You have a you have a seven killer. power creature. Yeah, now it's not so big. What's the Odyssey card? Uh, oh, I mean the Innistrad card that gave you minus thirteen. Was that a common? Yes. Oh. Did it yeah, see play? Well, I don't remember what that was. I don't believe it did. I think sensory deprivation saw more play than it did. Yeah. I think I, I think I, the format for this card. I think it is. I think it's definitely very good. I mean, like, it, it just... It nullifies a lot of the strategies that go into a lot of the decks. Like, bestow is a really popular strategy just because, like, all the bestow creatures do a lot of relevant stuff in this format. But, I mean... I don't know. Peter, what do you think about it? Oh, uh, as for blue on-board control stuff goes... It's probably the best stuff you're going to see in standard popper, and heck, out of most popper in general. Yeah. Chris? I agree. <laughs> I, I, I think we could see the formation of uh, a black-blue a black blue uh, heroic deck that could probably uh, go match the speed of the, of the opposite colors and be fun. 
Hmm. Looking at the black card, looking at one of the, looking at a few of the black cards in here. I think this card will not see play in any 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 non mono blue deck because in black you have a lot of better cards. Right. For yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But with mono blue flyers. Hmm? Mm. Mm. Oh, you have a fat ground creature. Well, imagine if it had. Oh, I don't care now. <laughs> imagine if it had flash, it would screw up weapon raptor. Oh, you think it's gonna evolve? Nope. Your guy's a negative three. Yeah. Your guy gets negative one involved. You don't like Cloudfin Raptor, do you? I hate Cloudfin Raptor. <laughs> that card is so bad. Oh my god. I don't know why people play it in Delver. Please, please stop. Just, just stop. Just play Bone Splinter. It's better. Just, just, just stop hurting yourselves. Yeah, I don't like it either. Um. Yeah. So next card is Rise of Eagles. This card is. I will definitely say that this card is the most disappointing in terms of what it does with its name. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's pretty uh, It puts two two blue bird enchantment creature tokens into play with flying and scry one. So basically, it's the in, it's the broken card from uh, I think it was from M thirteen Talran's invocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. For two more mana, you can scry one card. For two more mana. You know what? They can't even call them eagles. They, they call them two two blue bird. Enchantment creation tokens. Just call them eagles. Rise what about... Um, oh. But then they'd have I to put subtype yeah. eagle. Yeah. What was that? I'm sorry. Who cares? Ice in the skies. This oh, is yeah. the Ice in the skies. You know what, what the funny I, thing is? Ice in the skies was one one. I thought eyes yep. in the skies was going to be something like, you know, actual, like, eyes in the skies. Not like birds. I thought it was going to be like... Oh, you mean like beholders? No, like, like, no, like you know, on the, the old school, like fifth edition Wrath of God, you know, there's the face of God in, in the clouds. Mm-hmm. I thought it was literally going to be like you would just see like soldiers on the ground, and they're like they look like they're dying, but you have like eyes in the background watching them and like you know keeping them safe and stuff. And it would yeah. like it'd be a white card that heals people. They have a birds, really. Yeah, like I, what what this has? I don't know. I know you're saying. I think Talran's really. I think Talran's laughing right now. Yeah. It's like <laughs> my card is so much better than this crap. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Talran's was uncommon. Yeah. That's true. But f- yeah. It's the safe way of playing Talran's. Add two mana to it and throw a scry on it, just because you're adding two mana onto it. But eh, I don't know. Five mana wasn't mana. like five mana wasn't enough to make it. Common. Six mana is a bit. Spandy. Right at six, at six. By the time you're at six mana, you should have won already. Right. How how far are two more two twos going to get you? Even in limited, like, what is four power for six mana, and you scry one really going to do for you? Not much. Like at five okay. mana, you're you're casting a two four that's draining you for like eight. I don't know. Two thumbs and two toes down. I think you need populates for this to be any good, but is populate isn't seeing any play, is it? No, no, no not really. No, it really is. But there's also, it. yeah, there's not a lot of tokens going on either. No, tokens yeah, are kind of dead right now. There's not a lot of, like, rootborn defense type uh, strategies that I've seen. Horrible, then. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. I think the, the big problem is that we don't have enough efficient like, token producing yeah. cards at Le- the top Le- of the level. So. This card sucks. Anyway. Yes, it does. Uh, next up, Sigil Starfish. It's not uh, getting better. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's one. <laughs> Damn it! 
it's it's one in a blue for uh for an O three that you can tap to scry one. I'll take the spiny starfish any day over this thing. That is so disappointing. It's not How getting better. How does scry one compared to uh, looting? I'd rather actually draw the card. I need wrath of God now. Let's scry. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna waste two mana on an O three creature that I'm just gonna use to scry. I'll play a spell that has scry on it. Right. <clears throat> I have seen this card right here on other. Pardon me. On other uh, standard popper reviews that I've read, this co- this is by far the most controversial. Some people absolutely adore this card. Think Starfish? it is yes. Really? Yeah, go go read the other ones. Well, I can kind of see where they're coming from because it's an O three comes down early, stops a little bit of the early uh, right. early uh, aggro and like thin or corrects draws, but still. Yeah, it, all, look, all look at this in blue white extort, for example. I so give you now that. you have early defense, and you will ensure that you can extort. If it was an O four, yeah, sure, but an not an O three. Yeah, but an O three is like you can't even block staring skyjack. But there's a lot of crap with two power. That you're worried about, if yeah. you're so. And there be bears aplenty. I suppose. I I, th- I, I oh, think yeah I I think people are trying to see too much too much sunlight where there isn't any. Yeah, in, in I, the absence think... of Seagate Oracle, Sigil Starfish looks good. <laughs> how how does this compare to Omen Speaker? Omen Speaker which uh, let's scry tune come in. Yeah, I would I would. Yeah, but this scries this scries one every turn though. Doesn't Omen, but can't Omen Speaker actually kill something? Yeah, yeah. yeah this, that math, I'd take that over it any day. <laughs> uh, you see, yeah, I, cards like this are are what really puzzled me about most Magic players because the if the thing like okay, I've been playing Magic since I'm like eight years old, so oh, so about fifteen years, and in fifteen years, I've definitely learned that at some point you reach a certain level in Magic where you just you just defer to blue decks because you look at the way that magic is designed and it's just like well you look at a blue black deck and a blue black control deck is like it just has all this draw so you're constantly refilling your hand constantly drawing more spells and you're constantly drawing like removal counters and blah 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 and then you have one win condition card a big creature that usually has protection or shroud that the aggro deck can't compete with and the biggest thing that will turn you on to that is the fact of how many cards you're drawing. Because in, in an aggro deck, you're living off the top, and that's usually what kills you. This is not a card that gets you card advantage, really. I think that, that's, I, I think that, that is something that's commonly yeah, wrong. Yeah. Card, cards like this don't get you raw card advantage. Like having a two-mana... Uh, two, how, how big is it? A two-mana O3 that doesn't block as much stuff as you want it to right. and scries one, you're probably going to play it over a card that's better. You're going to play it over a removal spell that's probably better and going to give you more turns. You're probably going to play it over a divination type spell, which is going to draw you more, which is going to draw you the cards faster than, than this card will. Right. If it was one mana, if it was tap draw card, then yes, I would say go for it. Especially in like the mirror, but the fact that it scries one, it doesn't draw you a card immediately, just isn't very good. I think the only reason why you'd play this card is because you're looking for land. 
Yeah, I think I disagree. Yeah. I think this is the uh, this is a if there is a blue defensive deck in standard poker, this is this is doing exactly what you want at all points in the game. It's blocking the early beats. It's gonna make you win the long game. Cause when your when the aggro deck is working from the top of its deck, this is but how is a it lot of advantage. Cause you are not flooding. You are getting rid of your flood cards, and that's what kills you as the uh, control deck. Yes, but but he, here's the thing, Dan. If you're playing control, what what this is the common thing from control players is that you you build your deck around getting flooded. It's why you put so much draw on your deck, and it's why and it's why you play your removal spells in certain ways because a control deck is designed to play its removal and get the most out of it. It uses your life as a resource. You're already trying to make the game go as long as possible. Like you're trying, you're you're trying to speed up the game theoretically with this card, when that's not what a control deck really needs. That, to do. and if you're playing a control deck, uh, there's a lot of other two drops that do a lot more than this. And like, if like you're what? going to play it in the control mirror, so that like in the control mirror, you need everything. You need your spells. You need your lands no, to play I the spells. I don't see it in the control mirror. I see it as an anti-aggro. No, no, but that, no, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. If people were going to think like, well, it, it gets you card advantage and control mirrors. No, it doesn't. I can see that. Right. I'm saying it, it gives you what you need against the aggro decks because it's useful in every phase of the game. But I Whereas don't think the divination you need it. might get you killed. Why not bounce in the scry? Because that doesn't give you the long-term advantage. You could be... And with with a bounce spell, you could be just not getting anywhere. But bounce in the scry and then counter. Well, no, I, I mean, I, like I, I see what Dan means with this card. <laughs> I like I this. Know. If there is such a thing as a defensive blue deck in the format. Um, yeah, I just, I don't think you want to, um, so I don't like that, it. Do you think that this should be played in blue-black mill? And if you do, over what? No, I'm, I'm saying uh, probably in blue-black mill you have a lot more useful cards. But I could see this like in blue-white extort. See, more people saying blue white extort. If you're playing blue white extort as well, you need your sheep spells. That's true because you, you need sure to, to be able to extort like every turn during the game. Yeah. So. And well, when I'm you have set up the control situation, this is like allowing you. Yeah. To well, in that case, I can see blue white extort, but I mean, yeah. okay, fine, blue white extort works in, but we're now we're talking about a card that's good in like one deck and everything else. You're going to use better stuff. In that's half the beauty of a card, though, is just trying to find where it fits in, in the puzzle in, properly. In Blue White Extort, mm-hmm. I can see what you're talking about in, in that deck's design. Yeah. In, in that deck's design, I can see, because this, this actually gets you garbage, because you're not going to play Divination in that deck. No, yeah. You'll probably play the font over The divination. font, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. <coughs> and you'll probably play the font still lucky this. enough to play thing twice <laughs> if we still had it. Chris, yeah. <laughs> What do you think, Chris? I think it's time to move on to the next card. Yeah. God damn it. You're the host, and you're ruining it. No. But anyway, I agree with him. I'm so, also not the host. I'm the main host. <laughs> this is the way that Nate said that. I'm the main host. <laughs> so pouty. Yeah. <laughs> he sounded so upset. Chris gave me Crossing the job. his arms, tucking his chin. I'm the main host. Chris gave me the job. I know, we're just messing with you, dude. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, so next up is... Oh, wait. Um, pen to, er, no, we read that already. Okay, so next up is Thassa's 
uh, excuse me, Thassa's Devourer. Four to blue, and it has Constellation. So whenever this or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, target player puts the top two cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard, and it's a 2-6. Hmm. Not thrilled by it. No. Yeah. I'm not impressed. To be a five mana card in standard poker. Yeah. Exactly, and if you're yeah, looking I'm for not does the whole mill per two thing, don't we still have Sadro Denizen? On paper, it looks cool, but again, like we said before, just because the card does what the theme of the deck does doesn't make it good. You know what? If you. This could enable mono blue mill, because blue, blue decks are reliant on black to get like the. The extra mill out of cards. And now we have a blue card giving the extra mill. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's not a bad idea. But is there enough to make a, a mono blue mill deck? I'm not sure, but you could be extremely defensive in blue. You could play Sigil Starfish. Oh, <laughs> Snap. I think we got it. Mono you blue can play, the, you can play the two mana fi- minus six Pinned minus Earth. Penta yeah. Earth, Font. Yeah. Font. It's there, kind of. Yeah. Oh my god, you could play Rise of Eagles as a no kick. No, it's <laughs> even mill deck than blue, blue black. Yeah. So you could like bore people even more. Yeah. <laughs> you can make people quit magic with this card. <laughs> yeah. You can literally win by them quitting. <laughs> I, I revoke magic. Done. Yeah. <laughs> and if they live down the street, you could like pick up their cards at their yard sale a week, <laughs> a couple of weeks later. <laughs> oh, you know, I had a friend who went to like his dad went to like three different yard sales and bought like three different piles of magic cards. And in in like one of the piles, there was like two wastelands, and another one there was a polluted delta. And he spent like twenty bucks on the whole pile. I was thinking to myself, why can't I ever get that lucky? Why don't yeah. I deserve it? That's it's called looking in the newspaper, and it's uh, uh, son or uh, like 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 kids off to college, old magic card collection. Don't you know? I got a friend who works fun. at Seven Eleven. This dude just came in one day and was like, "Oh, you play magic? Oh, here's a pile of cards. I'll bring in for you." There's a grim monolith in it. That's a different language. It's worth like fifty bucks. Nice. Oh. Such bullcrap. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yes. next one is Triton Shorestalker. So, I like it. Don't don't be caught on the shore with this guy. I like it. He's a one blue one one that can't be blocked. That's exactly what's supposed to do. Yeah, he's good in the blue light heroic deck. That's for sure. What was that? Um, what was that black or, card from M thirteen? The Tormented yeah, Spirit? Tormented, tormented soul. soul. Tormented Soul. That's that's Nathan's favorite card right there. I love that card. The thing better. though is, this one can block, actually. Yeah. 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 I like this it. This one, it's, uh... What was that called? Invisible Stalker? Was that the Hexproof guy? That's a 1-1? One yeah, one? it's Hexproof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hexproof goes a long way there, though. Yeah. Shout I'll to say, I'll be, I'll be really happy whenever anyone plays this against me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll be just yeah he mulliganed it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh. this, this is a one one. Wow. Whenever you're pouring stuff onto him, uh, of course you have the bestow creatures, but it seems <clears> like taking a lot of chances for nothing. The one one for one, yay! It can't be blocked. It can't right. be blocked. That's the green guy that is similar to him. What's his Prof- name? Prof- 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 
No, not Crif- uh, <laughs> Prophet of... I know, but Dan, you got to understand. Instead of the blue decks taking 30 turns to win, they're going to take 10 less. Yeah. Unless you play the white card that you sack to gain 7 life, then you got 7 more turns. Oh, <laughs> Booyah! I just yeah. broke What? I quit playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next card. Oh, God, I feel so bad for saying that now. Anyway, uh, next, but not last and least, we have uh, Warwing Siren. Two to blue, flying. It is a 1-2, so just, oh, no, sorry, it's a 1-3. I thought it was a Stormcrow. And it has Heroic, so whenever you target it, it gets plus one, plus one counter. I love everything about this card. If it was it does. It's, it's just one of those cards that does everything it's supposed to do. It's Wingstead ra- uh, Rider number 9 to 12. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But heroic. Yeah. Oh, oh Wingstead's heroic. Yes, I'm sorry. I, I thought you said that. So you have I this, you have other... a crow on Skyguard. Yeah, there it is. Yes. So awesome. this is right on target. Yep. What do you love think it. of blue as a whole? Um, I'm actually not disappointed with it. I actually, I think it it definitely brings a good number of cards, good uh, three or four cards to the table. I uh, I think actually that some of the cards are going to make some archetypes stronger, and they're definitely going to warp the format in some ways. I think that um, the minus six minus seven champion is definitely going to uh, warp the format with blue decks versus the bestow decks, because um, it basically wastes all the effort that your opponent did in one card. I think yeah. uh, I think that O three is definitely going to prove itself, whether it's good or bad. And, yeah, it uh, does require some play to see that. Right. Yeah. I think um, you know the new Voyager's End card that returns all the enchantments. Will time will tell on whether Brennan's uh, theory is correct on uh, you know how much damage it does when returning all the bestowed creatures. And um, I definitely think that uh, in time you're going to see a lot of complaints about uh, the Rise of Eagles name being useless. <laughs> like the best 80s band name ever <laughs> yeah we don't talk about the 80s <laughs> alright so that's blue on to black Chris go for it aspect of Gorgon black and two colorless for an enchantment aura enchant creature enchanted creature gets plus one plus three and has death touch Seems kind of expensive. Yeah, for everything that it does. I don't know know if I'm impressed by it. This is a sideboard card, and it's a sideboard card against uh, the deck we're going to build next week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking at this from green-red, it's like, okay, so now I can't outreach it. Yeah, as I said, you can't incinerate or whatever we currently have. for Lightning strikes, there we go. Oh, it helps against red. Plus three yeah. toughness, too strong, confirmed. It's a defensive enchantment. Yeah. Chris, what Next. do you think? <clears throat> oh. I, already yeah. said, I already said what I thought. Yeah. Didn't? Oh, sorry. I thought I didn't yeah. know if you were done. Next is Blood Crazed Hoplite. Black and a colorless human soldier. Heroic, whenever you cast a spell that targets Blood Crazed Hoplite, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Whenever a plus one plus one counter is placed on Blood Crazed Hoplite, remove a plus one plus one counter from target creature and opponent controls. 
Um, in standard anyway. in standard popper, I can see the benefit of this because it's pretty reasonably priced, and there's going to be a bunch of other creatures on the other side of the board from you that are probably going to have counters on them as well. So knocking them not down a notch might be nice, but I will defer I, to the opinions of people who play. Yeah, I I like it because uh, if we're, let's look at our heroic deck. Our heroic deck it runs off of one and two and three drop spells. This thing, if you play it outright with enchantments, you can pretty much go one for one with the heroic deck. And every time they're trying to put a 1-1 counter on it, you can be doing the same thing and taking counters off of theirs and just keeping your stuff big and their stuff small. And if you play it outright, you can do that all day, every day, until you get them to rage quit on you. I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if it's a distinction that's worth mentioning or not, um, but you're not actually removing a counter and putting it on yourself. No, but you're still getting your stuff bigger and you're, taking, yeah. you're keeping theirs down. Here's yeah, like the one thing I want to like the one downside seems was like, is it really neutering the other creature enough to the degree like, because if you're bestowing stuff onto a creature, it gets the plus and plus one counters generally, but it still has an enchantment. So you're well, you're taking a little bit of extra power and toughness off. They still have those extra things on them that are still going to make it a threat. Yeah. And uh, if you're in black, if you're not splashing anything else, there's not a whole lot you can throw on this guy to make him bigger. It's true. So if you're going to do that. Like the best enchant- the best ways to add something to your deck is that you're gonna go green or white. Right. In which case, if you're gonna add those colors, why aren't you just playing the green white variant anyways? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's well, like half the creature. Yeah. They're taking he's one the, ball. I think he's the only heroic black common. I think you're right, to be honest. Because well, that's why I think I, I think you. I, like I said, this is a situation where I think you'd try doing try adding blue, but. That's your answer to everything. I think this is a fantastic design. I wish we had more of this at common. This does not feel like a common card. This will make splashes in uh, any format where there's a lot of Theros block, such as limited, such as Theros block constructed, such as standard pauper. Because the basic 2-1 heroic is pretty strong in itself for 2 mana. And then you have this anti-Theros block effect. So yeah, I, I can see this, this guy actually, being... This is actually enabling a new, a new deck in Standard Pauper, and we have too few of those cards. So I think yeah. you're, now, you're now looking at you can build a, a white-black heroic deck with uh, lots of interesting stuff in it. So I think this and is... Completely do the like. anti, yep, and completely do the anti of what your opponents are trying to do. Like, that's why I'm saying, if you build this right with whatever color you want to add... You can go toe-to-toe with the Heroic deck, and as they're trying to add counters, you can take them off. Let's and not forget it. Make your guy big. Let's not forget, it's also a 2-mana two 2-1, two so it can yeah. beat face. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is true, an efficient beater in black is hard to come by, so... Yeah. As we'll see I, later on in the set. Yeah, I just... I, I, I don't find think this... any existing black deck wants this card, but I think it enables a totally new black deck. The artwork is really cool, too. <laughs> it's just perverted. Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Looks cool. <laughs> no, it looks cool. Like as in, it looks cool. You and your zombie fetish. So next is cast into darkness, which is a black colorless enchantment. Enchant creature, enchanted creature gets minus two, minus zero, and can't block. 
This is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> you still have quack sickness, just go with it's pretty it. Pretty hot garbage. Pretty hot garbage. It's garbage that's been around in the sun for many, many weeks. Cruel feeding, um getting back to the technical porn question of earlier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's single black instant, strive, cruel feeding costs two black more <laughs> to cast for each target beyond the first. Any oh number of target God. creatures get plus one plus zero and gain lifelink. Now this one I like. Yeah. This one I like. Not gonna lie. That could be an, yeah. If you do it right, that could be a, like a giant exponential just burst of life gain, which could keep you in there. But also, the lamp realms almost make it worth using. <laughs> life link, uh, I think, is very underrated in most magic formats, especially in ones such as especially what there's centaurs with lamp yeah. arms. It's just like pick a species and stick with it. Yeah. Well. Nah. This, uh, on just another magic podcast, this caused more perverted comments than the God Hunter Octopus. Yeah, but if we, if we do, then Chris is going to take us out. Yeah. No. I remember episode 69, I got a very angry email from him. Well, yeah, to not take the obvious road. Yeah. <laughs> don't do um, low humor, usually. This is one of those cards where I can see, like, trying to find a way to make it work, but then all of a sudden you've got like 64 cards in your deck and you gotta get rid of four of them and that's this one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. If I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> I like that way of looking at it. Uh, Dreadbringer Lampads. Black and four colorless for a enchantment creature nymph. Constellation. Whenever Dreadbringer Lampads or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, target creature gains intimidate until end of turn. Too expensive. Yeah. Just expensive enough. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, because I haven't looked at the entire set beyond the commons, did we get a constellation thing that does something similar to, like, the Ubal, uh Sar Gatekeeper, where it, like, gives something negative-negative at all for constellation, or no? I wouldn't know. I have no idea. I don't no think so. Idea. Wait, 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 what? Did we what? You're, like, you're the... Const- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, there is. There's something... There's a minus I didn't hear, I didn't one, hear the minus question. one. Yeah, there is. I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear the question, Peter. I'm sorry. Do you remember what the Star Gatekeeper does? <laughs> At all? I still didn't hear the question. Because <laughs> of Chris this time, actually. Do you remember well. what the Ubal Star Gatekeeper was? Yes. First off. Yeah, negative two. Yeah, it gives negative two. Okay, I was just wondering if we had anything that, like, Constellation had a similar effect to that. Like you yeah, use negative do. one, we negative do. one. Yeah, we do, but I don't, I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But I know. Yeah. Doom I think, Wake I think, Giant. Yeah, there you go. I think it's it gives two. No. no, it's uncommon. It's too it's rare. Oh, it's rare. So moving, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Feast of Dreams is a black and colorless instant. Destroy target enchanted creature or enchantment creature. Like it. Will be definitely played. Yeah, that'll be And standard culture. Yes, dream killer. This, yeah. th- like I said, this is one of those cards that if you want to really, really mess up bestow decks, this, this, this is the one that does it. You know, Rosie O'Donnell had a dream. Font of Return, <laughs> black and a colorless enchantment. For a three and a black, sacrifice Font of Return. Return up to three target creature cards from your graveyard to your hand. Too expensive. Hmm. Seems. The, the, the sack ability is way too expensive, in my opinion. 
Once, once again, only. it's an enchantment enabler, so you have to have, yeah. if you really, really need enchantments, you could play this. Yeah, but there's gotta be better enchantments to play than this. Probably. If you're desperately needing But them. if you're looking for a deck with only enchantments, for example... Yeah, well, that's a specific type of case, though. Yeah. You know what the problem with these these fonts are? They're enchantments and not artifacts. Yeah, but that's not the theme. I, I don't get why that's the enchantment block. <laughs> I I know I understand that, but it, I I just I don't know I don't I don't like any of them I really don't like any of the fonts I think they're all dreadfully horrible. And you how like a lot of are like how does changing them from the enchantment type to artifact type make them any better? I just they seem like I don't know I, I don't want the enchantments the theme of the thing, but there's so many better enchantments to play Nate, than Nate. Nate, are you racist against enchantments? There's there's better what? enchantments to play than these fonts. They're just all dreadful. Sense. But given the extremely <laughs> limited card pool in Thunder, especially after rotation, regardless of the limited, play in a very specific deck. Regardless of the limited, limited, limited choices, even after rotation, I would choose better enchantment. I would just look for a better enchantment than this. Uh, I'm saying that you you might be needing every enchantment. This Pretty much. And the, yeah, I mean, what, what he's saying is that this enchantment is probably more playable than most, and an enchantment-based archetype where you it's need every enchantment you can get. But it's probably yeah, but, it, but the fact that it says enchantment makes it playable. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like the fonts don't do anything, it's just that the white one doesn't, well, the white one doesn't do anything at all, actually. But. <laughs> this one's still better than the white one. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, Raging Goblin's better than the white fonts, but... Alright, I just don't like them. They just don't have the right feel to me. Well, like, well, we're not we're not picking on you. We're just, you know, we don't... No, it's fine. <laughs> no, I just, the fonts just don't have the right feel to me. I don't yeah. like any of them. Like, I don't even like the blue one. You like, can play it with Grim Guardian. Yeah. It's a Grim Guardian. It's a card it's that's far. black and two colorless. It's an enchanted <laughs> creature zombie. 1-4. Constellation. Whenever Grim Guardian or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent loses one life. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. I'm on board. (laughs) I wish it was Extort. I wish it was Bloodhunter Bat. I wish it was Butter. I wish it was uh, two mana. But it's not bad. This plays into that new deck that would key off of that one card from earlier. Yes. You know that that one card that would be better if it was an artifact. Nix infusion. <laughs> Back and two colorless for an enchantment. Enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus two plus two as long as it's an enchantment. Otherwise, it gets minus two minus two. It's a, I like this one. It feeds into our blood crazed hoplite. Yes. That yes, was it. Does. Yeah. It's like build your own deck with this set. Uh, yeah, I I want to draft triple journey to next. Yeah. You think you do? You think oh, you horrible? Do. <laughs> Remember, when you're drafting journey to next, you're going to be drafting with rares and then commons also. That's true. We did um triple mirrored and besieged one time. I was just like, hey, this sucks. <laughs> um, how do you make the scars block worse for drafting? Just do three mirrored and besieged. <laughs> <laughs> Farika's Chosen, single black for a creature snake. It's got death touch and it's a 1-1, so it's your 1-1 death touch black creature. Typhoid rats. Pretty common. Yay! Typhoid snake. <laughs> I did mean, the set scorpions they play? It did, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah. 
And Typhoid Rats I'll play too. I mean, this is. I, I mean, it's got its place if you're if you're looking for the type of deck that needs some time to get itself stabilized. Yeah, it's a good cheap way to kind of hold the board down. Yeah, because I mean, even though it's only a one-one, there, especially early in the game as an opponent, it's really tough to try and swing into a one-one and know that you're going to lose your creature too. Uh, Mono Green so, would hate this. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So, returned reveler. What the hell? <laughs> I, like that, I like that. He's like, oh my. Uh, black and a colorless for a zombie satyr. When returned reveler dies, each player puts the top three cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. His picture's just like, whoa. Um. <laughs> A 1-3 for 2, because we're not going to talk about the mill strategy. Um, but can it be a dredge enabler? Is there any reason? Yeah. There is a reason to put creatures in a graveyard. It's a quicker dredge strategy, because I think the other one that's like this is a 3-drop. Yeah, if only like there was that. a way to get three creatures back at once. Oh my god. So you All would right, be I, I, this think, crap I, back? I think we're picking on Nate a little too much now. Oh. Brennan. <laughs> is, is, yeah, it, is it an artifact? It's a black creature. It's a black creature in Theros, I think. That's that does. That's like a three-drop black creature minotaur that, that, that does this thing. I don't think there's any minotaur that mills yourself. There's Seder Wayfinder, but that's green. Oh, no, he, you're talking about that's a 4-2 that yeah. either comes into play or leaves play, it mills you more? Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't know that card. Sorry. Yeah, it's just a cheaper version of that with yeah. a different power and toughness. And how good is that one? Uh, it... What? Oh, it's more expensive. So. It's fun. Yeah, it's more expensive. It was fun with community, community with the gods. And so, you want your two power, three toughness creature to do more, for example. Yeah, I hope you turn. do. You want I your can't, three mana. I can't two handle power power that profile creature. picture of you, Dan. Whenever you talk, I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> All right, lauded Hulk. <laughs> Brennan looks like Papa Grizzly. <laughs> You're welcome. Rotted, rotted Hulk, decompose. Uh, black and three colorless for a creature elemental. He's a two five vanilla that is pretty common to black. For a card named Hulk, it sure is small. Yeah, it's terrible. Wolverine must oh, it's made out of ships. What is this? Yeah. Oh. So it shouldn't have been two L's. Hulk. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. Who's yeah. hosting the call? Because I'm going to need you to drop Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to be taking over the call here in a minute because after we get done discussing I'm this card, I'm, I'm going to have to go. So I'm already hosting the call. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, wait, is like... it, or is Nate doing it because he invited Dan? No. I don't know, but it might drop because I'm after after we get done talking about this card, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go. All right. So. All right, black. Overall, I'm actually pretty impressed with black, especially given what it's had to work with the past few sets. It seems like there's just a lot more it's bringing to the table this time around. Yeah. That black kill spell is definitely something to watch out for. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, I, 
I like this. I like black. The black cards this time around in this set because uh, I think Bloodgrazed Hoplite is a card to keep an eye on. Um, I think there is enough in the works if you look at combining all the sets as a whole that you could probably make an anti anti deck to uh, to heroic. Like you could make a heroic deck that could like single handedly shut down another heroic deck. In the in the process, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I I think uh, the the feast feast of dreams, yeah, feast of dreams is really good. Blood crazed hoplite is a card to watch out for because I think it could do something. Because I mean, I I just like the idea of like because I've played against their heroic decks before and it's like. Once they get going, it gets out of contr- out of hand, and like the blood crazed hoplite just is up to par of like going toe to toe with that deck and just going, hey, that's cool. It's a cool one one counter. How about I do the same thing and take yours away? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I I, I like it. I, I like think that, that if if you if they actually designed for standard pauper. This this looks designed for standard popper because black is so oppressive in standard popper right now. It already has great archetypes, and this card doesn't help those archetypes, but it enables new archetypes. Yeah. So uh, I'm quite impressed. Yeah. It looks designed to me. Yeah. So. Or is it a yeah. preview of something to come? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm doing red. Oh, you're doing red. Sorry. Yeah, oh, here we go. It it shouldn't be that hard. There's not that many great cards. Um, first one, Blade Blade Tusk Boar. Um, intimidate, reprint. No more mana for a three two. Reprint. I don't think you ever saw a standard popper deck before. I don't think it's going to happen again. I don't understand why this spirit isn't seeing play, right? So which one? A cursed spirit. Same card in black. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't understand why this needs to be reprinted in this one. It could just be reprinted in the corset. <sighs> Who knows? Because we like our pigs and Minotaurs in red. That's why. <laughs> it probably will this be is... reprinted in the corset. This is the yeah, right. stuff in Terrace Limited, so that's why they need it here. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, okay. yeah. Good point. All right. The next one is another one of the one mana enchantment auras Flame Speaker's Will. Same as always. Get plus one, plus one. And this one. If you do damage, sacrifice it, destroy an artifact. Oh, crap, it's uh, going to destroy my font. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Considering there's, d- despite what we heard earlier, there's like no artifacts other than the whip in hey, standard you know, popper. I-, I needed some toilet paper. I think uh, I think this card will do just the right job. Don't do it's that. Like, paper cuts are a bitch. It's like one of the three shells. Don't you know how to use the three shells? <laughs> oh god! You know, I really the wish they would. Shells. I really wish they would explain that. Actually, after all these years of watching that movie, the, their explanation of it would never be as interesting as how you imagine <laughs> your head. Yeah, right. Which is why they don't. So one of the right. greatest urban legends of movies. <laughs> My uh, next card is Flurry of Horns. For five mana, you get two. Two, three red mentors with haste. Yeah, yeah, I love this. this is, hell yeah, this is my favorite um, red common right here. Love it. No, it's not. Yes, it's it actually is. not that. It's not that bad. I like it. I think it's I like it. too expensive. Is the, there anything the, that boosts minotaurs at common? At common, no. 
but they stick around, and that's lately we've been saying, oh, you get all kinds of things, but they don't, you know, just sacrifice at the end of turn or whatever. And uh, so this, they stick around. You don't have to attack with them. You don't want to, but you can haste. I'm sorry, I think five, it's great. Five mana, I just don't like it. Well, yeah, at, but at, five mana for four toughness for four power with haste is is not I bad. That's, that's and I know the way I see it. Black had some Black had some Minotaurs in Ravnica, I think it was, but I can't remember if they had any synergy with other Minotaurs or not. No, I don't think so. I do Minotaurs like how they don't seem to get along. I do like how they're two threes, like the usual Minotaur throughout Magic. Yeah, Tangor yeah, would be not proud. Two twos. Nope. Herlon awesome. would be proud. <laughs> okay, the next one is Font of Ire, and it's not an artifact. Damn. Not an artifact. Unfortunately, cost two, and then for four and sacrifice, five damage to target player. Oh. I Love think it. It is if it if it if it said target player or creature. I think this might be the best one, but no. Hmm. It's like putting a lava axe on layaway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for only... Hey, you only need four of them. <laughs> you only need four. Yes, that's true. That's what I'm saying. I wish. Well, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what it would cost or what would make it better, unless it's seal of fire. That <laughs> yeah. that Kool-Aid, that would make it good. That that Kool Aid's not being sit by me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Kool Aid lava. I mean, like the Kool Aid guy's coming in and he's seeing this card and going, "Oh no! Oh no!" Drink deep and find your vengeance fulfilled. You know, the Kool-Aid guy's actually jackass. <laughs> yeah, please. Okay. Gluttonous Cyclops. <laughs> guy destroys your walls and shit. He's a vanilla monstrosity creature. I know that sounds weird, but he's six mana for a 5-4. You can make a monstrous for five and two red. This card's monstrous terrible. Three. It's yeah. terrible. Let's just move it's not all terrible. It kind of looks like a penis throwing up sheep. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I actually don't... Bu- oh, my God. Really Moving on. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Look at the head. It look, it's got a head. It's got two nuts. Look at that. Awesome. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I broke Dan. I'm Dan. sorry. Okay, next, next Dan, card. Unfortunately, Lightning. Christ can't help you now. I know. <laughs> Lightning Deadem. This is a an enchantment. A creature aura enchantment. When it comes into play, it does two damage, and it gives the creature plus two, plus two, but it costs six mana. <sighs> Moving on. Yeah, this is terrible. Uh, don't, don't put this in your deck. Six hey, mana. Friends. Six mana. Don't play Next this Next up is a reprint. Yeah! It's a bad reprint, though. Like it? Yeah, you can't target the player. That's what sucks. Magma Spray is basically there to deal with one card and one card only, Chandra's Phoenix, which is rare, so we can move on. Exile of Resurgence? Play, play Shock. No one plays voice. voice. Only Hexproof plays Voice, and that sucks. Yeah. I wish I wish it targeted player as well. Then it would be good. Yeah, but then it would be there Shock. There are very few decks in Standard Pope and Don't Run Creatures. I would just yeah. put Shock. Alright, next one. Yeah, Shock's better. Pensive Minotaur. He's a 3 mana for 2 3. Vanilla creature is vanilla. He's strictly better than Hurlon Minotaur. <laughs> he's, not a, he's not a 2-2. That is he's correct. In the absence... No, he uh, doesn't have 
one red colored mana. He has one red colored mana. What was Herlin? One red red? Herlin was one red red for two red, three. Red. Oh my god. Okay. I just keep it. looking at this and I think in the absence of abilities we'll give him an adjective. <laughs> yes. Pensive. Yeah. He literally his card says he sits there and thinks. That is an inactive card. Yeah, well, maybe he does. Maybe he does. That's all he does. He just sits there. The next card is probably the what's, best. Uh, the best. What the is the side. weight of man? Um, Rouse. What is Bob. two plus two? Yeah. Is it I, four or five? <laughs> I like this. Uh, I like this card as far as the strive cards. I'm not a fan of strive, but this because it gives them trample and plus two. This seems like the one that can get you there. The, the trample really puts it over the top. Yeah, God, yeah I agree. It, alone. Looks better than Dinosaur, right? Dinosaur, yeah, because Dinosaur doesn't do trample. Yeah. But, but it costs less. Yeah, Dinosaur costs less. Mm-hmm. But does Dinosaur give him haste? Or it, I don't give him... No, it doesn't give him haste, just gives him plus two. Yeah, no, nah. it just gives him plus two. He's either one creature plus two, or all creatures plus two. Anyway... If you're going to use Strive, I recommend using it on this one. And and it's well, a heroic should... enabler that uh, makes uh, mono-red heroic easier, <laughs> if there ever right. was such a thing. I'll, and the ne- which brings us to the next card. A one-mana, one-one, that has heroic. You add, It's the Seder Hop Light. Heroic? You know what heroic does. It adds a one-one counter. I don't uh, know what heroic does. Whenever you cast you a spell that targets Seder Hoplite, put a 1-1 counter on Seder Hoplite, then make fun of Mikey. Hey, there are some people listening that probably don't know what Heroic does. I know. <laughs> I know it's impossible, but believe me, they probably don't. That's going to be the next unhinged set is <laughs> one, of the, one of the costs is make fun of Mikey. <laughs> make fun of Mikey. Dude, That's I would... Cost what, to cast. Hold on, hold on. I would be incredibly proud... If one of the cards to be in the next Unhinged set was to make fun of me, or if I was to go to the Community Cup, that yes. would just make my Magic career complete. I, I don't think I could, like, well, mainly the Community Cup. I, I actually really would love to go one year. Not to play, just get made fun of. <laughs> no, nah, I'd want to play. And win. And get made fun of, probably by LSB and his puns. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, as far as heroic, I like this better than a Crowan um, Crusader. I heard a lot. Of, I've heard a lot of good things about this card. I have yet to hear anything bad. Yeah, I, I love this. It looks great. Yeah, I think it's, it's exactly cool. what I want heroic to do. I like it better than putting those um, one ones out on the field. The picture, yeah, Madcap skills. Mad Hatter skills. Uh-huh. All right, next one. Sigiled Skink. It's a lizard. It's a lizard. What's a skink? A lizard. I've never heard that word in my entire life. Oh, yeah. They're all around the house. That means it doesn't exist. Yeah, if you haven't heard about it. (laughs) Freaking New York mentality. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. No, listen here. Listen, you listen here. You listen to me. No, (laughs) (laughs) This solves the aggro deck problem of uh, playing from the top of your deck. Yeah, this yeah. actually seems like it's pretty, really pretty powerful in a red deck. You think so? Yeah. I don't like to it. To be able to, sp- really, really, you don't. I, like I, it? 
It's a one toughness. You, you know, might, I guess, you yeah, might, you're going you to get to once. The funny thing is, I don't like it either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually just don't think it's very good. I think that you have so many better cards to be playing in the two-drop slot. But I, like, if you look at the red Dagger decks, they play a lot of questionable cards. True, but like the Scry 1 just... I mean, it's cool, but... I don't know. I like this sort of Shred Freak and his, his play. I, I like Rakdos Shred Freak better because it has haste. Yeah, I like this ha- over Nixborn Rollicker. Well, let, let me, let me. Oh like, yeah, Nixborn like, Rollicker. Yeah. With, with red decks, if you get know. to the point where the Scry on this card is relevant, it's probably you've probably gone past the point of being able to win. Because that's going to be like turn seven. Where I you... think it's relevant on the first attack, because you're you're running on such a tight schedule as the aggro deck. Yeah, I just wish it had haste. If it had haste, it would be awesome. I would say auto-include. I would agree. If it had haste, holy shit. Yeah. But if I, I'm following up my Foundry Street Denison with this guy, I'm happy. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. All right. Okay. And last but not least. Last one is Starfall. Shout-outs to Hearthstone, yeah. <laughs> Starfall. Oh, well, yeah, the Druid ability. Uh, uh, four and a red. Deal three damage to target creature if it's an enchantment. Starfall deals three damage to that creature's controller. Why don't you just play Chandra's Outrage? Why don't you just? It will never see any play in no. any format except it's maybe it's, limited. It's they, they yeah they wasted an awesome name on a. Why don't you just play Punish the uh, what is it? Punish the ignorance. I think is the, the wicked dragon's maze. No, it's the no. it's five minute does the same exact thing except there's no enchantment clause. Oh, okay. So I, I don't understand what the point of printing this card was. See, this is why I don't like theme for sets, because then they basically just functionally reprint cards that have claws according to the theme. And yeah, it, it's, it's is, a waste. This is the, the state of removal in Terra's Limited. So it's like, what, what is the worst removal we can make that we'll see play in Limited? And this is probably it. Yeah. Yep. You hear that, Wizards? You should make me work for you, because I'm... No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> yes, demand employment that works. <laughs> red, red is pretty disappointing, though. Yeah, red's yeah. incredibly disappointing. Uh, there's like a couple of cards I like. That's it. Um, Except for maybe the Strive card. I mean, red's fairly disappointing. Strive and that Hoplite. Yeah, and the, hoplite, the, and the Hoplite. The fact that those two work together so well also helps that. So, all right. Yeah, well, that, that Hearthstone's a good game, isn't it? No. Oh, dude, on the iPad, I love it. Yeah, it, it puts I'm magic testing to it on shame. Thursday for the first time. Oh, put no, it on no. your iPad. The the, the client look. The client puts magic online to shame. The game itself makes magic all the more fun. Yes, I believe that's the case. Even having not played, but one of my friends who quit magic because he thought magic was too complicated is is loving Hearthstone, so he's forced me to play on Thursday. You're not dealing. You're not dealing with twenty years. Of of rules lawyering with Hearthstone. Listen, and that's like, a listen. No, that's no, a good no, thing. no offense to any of the big <laughs> Hearthstone stream. No offense to any of the big Hearthstone streamers and any and any of them. But like, the reason why people like Hearthstone more than Magic is because it's easier. I'm j- I'm just stating the facts. And so don't underestimate the power of Blizzard <laughs> when it comes to yeah. Yeah. promoting yes. games and that, that making too. things easy to use. That too. That, those two, those are the two reasons. Because it's easier than Magic. Because Blizzard is just a better company, in my opinion. So Hasbro buy Blizzard and uh, no, and fire no, the Magic no, no, Online no, no, team. No, 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 no,
no, no, no, no, no. Stay away from Blizzard Hasbro. You've ruined our lives enough with, with magic. As long as we can all agree that Soul Forge is bullshit, I think we can move on to game. I'm sorry you're going to have to bleep this, but Soul Forge. That game is the biggest amount of bullshit I've ever seen in my life. No offense to Brian Kibler or anything. <laughs> you, 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 can't, you can't take Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic and mix together and expect to make a game. I'm sorry. You know, what I, you know what I hate is your face. I mean, no offense, but your face. Well, your just, face just does. <laughs> I hate it, yeah, but no offense. You know, I mean, you know what I hate, Chris? I, I hate your voice. No offense. Green time. Starting and Brennan, I hope you shave your stupid beard. Nope. Not gonna happen. <laughs> nope. I mean, no offense, but... Jealous. It's just jealous. Yeah, no offense, but I'm jealous. No, seriously, I, I am jealous, because I can't... Desec- Desecration Plague, Peter. Tell us about it. Desecration Plague. It's a sorcery for three colors and a green. You to destroy target enchantment or land. We've got better stuff, and land destruction doesn't no. do a whole lot in standard. Yeah, land destruction's pointless, and there's better ways to get rid of enchantments. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, and to green, we have the green font. Font of Fertility for a single green. An enchantment, and then for a colorless and a green, you have sacrifice font of fertility. Search your library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield tap, then shuffle your library. Well, it's the most usable of the fonts. It's yeah, not good. A glorified blue one, but I think yeah, it's the second best one. It's definitely worse than the blue one. It's an overcosted rampant growth. Um, that what, what is, is sometimes what is, useful? You know, it's funny that there's only four of uh, fonts. White didn't get one. White got oh. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, Gold Hind. For a colorless and a green, you get a 2-1 elk that taps to add a green mana. So it's another mana dork, but I think the Seder from the beginning one where it just untaps the land is probably better. Yeah, this is a, a functional reprint of an elf from Morrowind. Yeah. However, if you are playing a model green, you want all the mana dorks in the world. Right. There you go. But, you know, uh, Elvish Mystic, Axeman Guardian, Zuratar, Druid all rotate out in October. Just throwing that out there. Oh, that is depressing. He is right. Yeah, maybe we'll look at a, a format with no uh, elves, with no mana elf for one mana. Mm. That would be weird. And then we have this. And only this. <laughs> we have a deer. Yay, elf, my bad. Okay. Well, there's, no. there are known common artifacts in this set. Nope. nope. Surprise. It's the, it's the fonts. Was enough. No wonder <laughs> Nate wanted the fonts to be artifacts. Probably should have Anyways, been. Our next one. All right. Star yeah. of Mortals. For four colors, two green. You get a 5-5 five, five enchantment creature elemental with constellations. Whenever he or another enchantment comes into play, creatures you control gain trample. Yeah. Sounds like the fatties are coming your way, Pete. Yeah. It, exactly. And, like We actually have something that's right, over and, effect. That's your win condition right there. Yes, man. it is. It's, yeah, because look, it doesn't say target creature. Creatures. Creatures. Yeah, so it's just the entire team. Go in. Go for it. <laughs> so yeah, that's an auto including our red queen fatties. I like it. Alright, we've already I'm got one. Yep. We've got one. There's a question of how many six drops we can play, but this is definitely a count. Yeah, this is definitely All of them, that's the answer. But <laughs> <laughs> All of them, that's the answer. Okay. Next one is Crufix's Insight. For two colors in green, you get a sorcery. Reveal the top six cards of your library. Put three enchantment cards from among them into your hand. The rest, the revealed cards into your graveyard. We've talked about this one. This is one of the early spoiled ones, and I think we already said it. It's going to be seen in place somewhere as to whether or not it's going to be seen in the Auras deck as maybe unlikely to maybe. 
and or as we were talking last time, I think we said sounds like there's the possible ability of a enchantment control deck where that would serve as a very good draw spell. So, you know where it's a very good draw spell. It could be what played about? in um in Shafa's enchantment deck in classic. Ooh, that well, what about what why, about why dredge would you play classic? This in classic? What about dredge classic? Just ditch six, six cards in your graveyard for three mana. What I mean, three mana is a lot in classic. I mean, what, in, in are you dredge. It in hexproof? And you're playing it in dredge. I mean, in dredge. Yeah. Oh, That's I was. True. I didn't say to use it in hexproof. No, like, no, like in the least, don't oh. use that. I'd say if you're using it for hexproof, it would be the standard hexproof at most. Yeah. But if you are looking at like classic at all like when we were debating like maybe that like enchantment control list somehow so it gets you those three control spells that you need i might play it in boggles just to refill i might do it what would you replace but, it throughout though are you replacing you know, ancestral mask with this are you replacing armadillo cloak are you replacing the gnarlid probably are gnarlid really i could i could see it uh, i could i've never been a fan of our gnarlid in the, i mean i hate the, like Arnarlid is good, but the fact that it can be hit by removal is just like I cited out a lot just to make my opponent's removal dead. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I always felt like needed the extra. Like I like I know Deluxikov is pro- if he ever listens to this is probably going to be like Mikey. I'm going to freaking kick you in the nuts just so you can have some intelligence. But like I, I can really see it. Market festival. Yeah. If there is if there is uh, a standard pauper constellation deck. And you have 40 cards that are enchantments in your deck. <laughs> this is looking interesting, but then you are polluting the deck with this crap that isn't an, an enchantment. Hey. So then you can't have 40 enchantments in your deck. <laughs> I feel like polluting, I feel like polluting is unnecessarily harsh. Your, I'm just going to say that. Your, your face is unnecessarily harsh. There you go. Market festival. Market festival. Green. We get an enchantment uh, to enchant a land. Whatever enchant a land is tapped for mana, its controller adds two mana of any color combination to his or her mana pool. We like mana acceleration, but we don't like mana acceleration at four. So, no. Yeah, yeah I don't think about that. I'm saying this will most definitely see play, but I'm not saying it's any good, but people will play this card. This is uh, the uh, the Timmy card of the set. <laughs> Well, you do have so much mana. You do have the guy that untaps the land, so yeah, suppose Timmy. (laughs) We are. You know what? There you go. That's how you get all that mana to use Fountain Fires to kill someone by hitting him for five. Oh, you you just cracked it! (laughs) What? You just cracked it! Crack what? Peter just cracked the way to win. Yeah, it's how you. It's how you get all the mana to play Fountain Fires and kill someone. By dealing them five. Oh, there you go. And you'll find your font of virus with Crufix's inside. Yeah. Exactly. You just gotta find. But what if someone plays the white enchantment? No. That's it. That's it. I win. Run it. I win. Booyah. Follow the, follow the trail. Follow the trail. That's it. <laughs> Anyways, next card Nature's uh, Panoply. How do you say that? Looks like it. Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's, it's our like green stripe card. So, for single green, or if you strive it for two colors in a green, choose, uh, choose a target, gets a plus one, put a plus one, plus one counter on them, basically. I like that it's permanent. But I still it's think the red one's better. Pretty, yeah, it still seems pretty steep for you to give out plus one, plus one counter. I mean, in, in, the, similar. in the green decks, your creatures are probably already going to be big at common level, because common level is where you get the big, stupid, overcosted green creatures. 
So playing this card just doesn't seem very necessary. But in green, if you're playing the big ramp deck, this card is more likely to be strived for like you know oh, two true. or three creatures. So it's like a heroic enabler to me. Yeah, yeah, I mean maybe if the maybe a red white heroic deck or a green white ramp heroic deck, it might be might be really good. Maybe. I just thought of the new brew of the month. Plus knife trees. Yeah. Next card, Oakheart Dryads. For two colors in green, we have a constellation. Whenever Oakheart Dryads or another enchantment enters the battlefield under control, target creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. And Next card. Brew the constellation deck. <laughs> <laughs> Next card. Next card. Ferris Band Thunderhoof. For four colors and a green, we get a 3-4 Centaur Warrior with Heroic. Whenever you, so basically, whenever you cast them, you need to put two plus and plus one counters on them. Eh, whatever. Centaur Battlemaster goes common. Yeah, I care yep, as much exactly. about this card as I do Delver top eating a premiere event every week. <laughs> Pretty much. Next. Is that a lot or a little? <laughs> Not at all. Okay, I just figured I should have that clarified. <laughs> but isn't the, isn't this isn't this the most powerful heroic card? Oh, uh, common level. Yeah, probably, at common, like I said. Yeah. common level. Yeah. At fi- you have to wait till like turn. Well, I guess not necessarily Six. five. Well, no, because in a green deck you'd be but, playing like yeah. Elvish Mystics and stuff, so you'd be playing in like turn four. Right. Yeah, but and then this... it's still building up later on. Seems kind of I don't know. Okay, at this level you have options: Nessie and Asp. Is this better than Nessie and Asp? No. Is this better than Snake the Golden Grove? This is. I don't even. Is think it this better, is better than those guys than in a in a white green heroic deck? I don't even think this is better than the three four hex guy. Oh, the rubber back rhino. Yeah, I don't even think it's better than that. Just because you can't kill the rhino. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Like, think about like for constellation, how many enchantments are you going to be forced to play? Like, how much of a percentage of your deck is going to have to be enchantments for this? You're gonna want probably want someone near. Exactly, like you're gonna force yourself to play bad cards just to like get constellation going. Doesn't make any sense. I think okay. I think constellation is an ability that really just promotes kitchen table use. Maybe. And, and no, I don't. I don't mean like a coaster. I mean like it promotes. You know, it doesn't promote like actual competitive play. It's just something cool for the casual players to play with. Yeah, the the Adelon, the rare, it's uh, like the best pickup at rotation <laughs> next <Yeah>. year because <laughs> it will be a casual card forever. Anyways, next one, Ravenous Lucrocoda. Crocoda? Yeah. Yeah. It's... Anyways, for three colors and a green, you get a two-four beast with vigilance, and for ooh. Seven man. <laughs> Damn. You can give monsters three. It's no Nessie and Asp, so we can just. Uh, so it would be Where's the reach? Where's, Where's the this reach? guy needs reach? Where's the reach? Oh, got vigilance, dog. Yeah, <laughs> reach reach or trample. Bro, you don't know about I'll the vigilance, man. Like, I will give like, you this much, though. That is a very, very angry dog. Like, Dan, do you, you don't understand. Like, you can attack and then still block. Wow. It's like Sarah Angel. But yeah. What? what? It's like it's Sarah like Angel. Soulforge. Only crap. It's like Soulforge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Next one. Exodia obliterate. Renowned Weaver for a single green, you get a one-one human shaman. <laughs> and for a colorless green, you can sacrifice that renowned Weaver to put a one-three green spider enchantment creature token with reach onto the battlefield. Whatever. When Centaur's healer, when Centaur's herald is overpowered. Yeah. 
It's just like any of those ones where you sacrifice it to make something that's slightly better. This, this chick is looking at us and she's like, yeah, you know what's going on here. You don't want to play this card. Walk on by. You just walk on by. You just keep on walking. She's even got a big spear in her hand ready to stab you. She's just like, yeah, walk away. She's got a spear in her hand. Oh, I thought thought the tree was the spear. She looks like, yeah, because it looks like a big line's going through. Oh, I gotcha. Anyways, we're going to go to our last green card, the Seder Grove Dancer. For a colorless green, you get a 1 1 Seder Shaman. That when Seder Grove Dancer enters the battlefield, you get a plus one plus one counter on target creature. It's like Bond Beetle. Bond Beetle. Isn't that a it's reprint? A, it's a functional wait. reprint of uh, some of, uh, other card before Yeah, Bond it's Beetle. a functional reprint of a card from. Um, Blend Guide, is it? I no, think? it's from uh, Avison Restored. Sure Bond Beetle was a single green. Yeah, yeah. but this yeah. is an yeah. actual functional reprint of the card from Avison Restored. I'll go look it up real quick. But this is in a set where plus one plus one counters matter more than usual. Yeah, sure. it was Timberland Guide. Timberland Guide? Oh, put oh yeah, Timberland Guide. There you go. Yeah, Timberland Guide. I remember because it was one of my favorite cards in Avacyn Restored when drafting it, you know, like twice. You know, I passed the Champion of Lamp once and still won the draft. Man, I got a lot of hate for that. You remember that, Peter? Oh, yeah. We got so much hate for that crap. And, like, the fact that we won the draft, people were so pissed. Yep. <laughs> we were called Luxact for winning because we didn't take the champion. And I was like, I mean... And some dude on Purim TGO, like, like, really put effort into explaining, like, why it wasn't fair that we that we won and got to celebrate. Because I beat the guy in the finals with the champion land pole, but he, twice he drew it, like, really late where it didn't do anything. And I was like, yeah... Because, you know, you don't drone on turn three. It's still a good card. It's just a 1-1. One, one. <laughs> <laughs> this looks very much like an ordeal enabler, and that doesn't affect us. Nope. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, so, Peter, what do you think about green as a whole? Uh, it's got some stuff to play with. I'm definitely looking forward to the humbler of mortals. Someone's going to find a way to use Krufix Insight. And we have another Mana Dork. So, okay. we got stuff to play with. Pretty good summary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very concise. It's got a lot of Rosie O'Donnell type creatures. I mean, uh, fat creatures. Wow. So much hate for her. She's not even on the TV anymore, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. For some reason, I just feel like going at a Rosie O'Donnell tonight in a funny way. Oh, that could be taken so freaking long. Yeah, I think you have some feelings you need to address. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, God. Oh, I just screwed myself over. <clears throat> Chris is probably laughing, like, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. There's a there's a group on Reddit, GW Curvy. You should look into that one. GW Curvy. <laughs> 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 All right, what do you think of the stuff as a whole? Oh, we have enough stuff to start playing with stuff, and we've had a couple cards that would enable, I'm thinking will enable different archetypes. Let's call it a show. Yeah, why not? I, I, I want to add something. I think yes. that, add something. that um, it's very hard for a small set arriving as the last set in Standard Pauper to make an effect. But I think this one is, is well designed for that. And I think this will uh, shake up the format more than most last sets will do. So yeah. I, I'm happy with this. I wish that uh, the sets were bigger, honestly. I wish they would go back to like not necessarily the time spiral size, but at least a little, a little under it. 
I, like, I, I, like, how many cards are in this set? Like, 150-something? 165. To a degree, I agree with you, Mike, but, like, my one fear is if they force themselves to try and expand more, I feel as though they're going to get less creative, and we're going to get more of those those filler vanilla cards going, well, we need something to fill the slot, so, uh, here's a 2-3, here's a 2-2, so... You do do see how many functional reprints they're making, right? It's true. However, like I said, it's while it's a functional reprint, at least it's still a functional to some degree for something, as opposed to a card that is literally getting printed for no reason other than the fact that it needs to fill a number slot. True, but but I'm not asking for much. Like I, like 165, I think like maybe 180 would have been better. Just like an extra 15 cards. Uh, like an, like an extra an extra five commons, an extra five uncommons, an extra five rares, or like an extra three rares and two mythics. I don't think that would have been that bad. Sure, I suppose. Just because, like, if there's one thing a Magic player loves, it's options. Oh, yeah. And I feel like the smaller the sets are getting, it's just limiting people's options to just nothing. I don't know, it's just the way I look at it. I think also it's important to think about that uh, how many sets are being released very soon. So That is true. That is true. <clears throat> Yeah, so I think I, I'm overall extremely pleased with this set. Uh, oh, that, looking at the whole set, I think it's really well done. I think this set is more power than uh, is more powerful than the other two sets combined. Yeah, and Born of the Gods was a, a snooze fest. But oh no, kidding! Better. Yeah, it seems like they really either they saved it to the last or they really hit their stride finally. No, you know, you know what I think it is. I think they just. You know, it, it, it was the, uh, what, what's his name? The happiest guy in the world that's never unhappy. Um, he says devastating a lot. Santa? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that guy, you ass. He used to do, like, that chatter thing on... Uh, Oh, Zach Hill. There you go. That's his name. Oh, okay. Uh, it had the Zach Hill effect where, you know, they thought that they had a good idea designing this the, the set, and it turned out to be a horrible idea. <laughs> like, well, he did, like, one set, and that was it, right? Didn't he do Avacyn Restored? Look how much that yeah. turned out. And that was supposed to be a standalone set. Yeah, that was supposed to be, like, the big set of them all, and it was, like... Everyone was like, so you can only draft one archetype, and there's only, like, two cards for standard, and they're both, like, standard warping. Good job. I can't help but look at the set from a finance point of view as well. I, I think this is a great finance set because it's it's the last set. Oh, you no, it's won't a, see too many cards, it's a and great some fun. of them are really useful for a long time. It's a great final set in terms of... New. I, I said finance set. What? Finance. finance. Oh, sorry. But I'll say I think it's a great final set for two reasons. Um, one, it, it, it's definitely got more power to work with than the other two sets. And two, it means we won't have to deal with enchantments anymore. Yay! <laughs> Only yeah, I for hear another that year. Yui, I hear that Yui will be announced on the second day of the Pro Tour. That's really, really, really late. So I wonder why they oh. waited so long with Yui. That is kind of so, oh probably because Vintage Masters is coming so I think they oh, want to they, turn they also want to promote uh, conspiracy yeah they, uh, what the hell is that anyway oh it's a it's four person draft format 
But they had a ton of stuff to promote last year, and they still spoiled uh, uh, Theros. They announced Theros in March. What did uh? Well, they didn't they do that at PAX though? Isn't that why? Yes. They didn't PAX, do has, PAX has gone. Yeah, they didn't do anything at PAX this year. Did exactly, they? they're waiting for the Pro Tour for some reason. I think it's. Be- I think it's because. Uh, well, this is a. Well, no, th- that doesn't really matter. I wonder why. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know why. I mean, I could come up with a troll answer and say, like, well, Wizards doesn't want them, you know, announcing it. Anybody else's thing, they just want to announce their own, blah, blah, blah. But I don't actually think that's true. I got to run, guys. Okay. All All right. right. Me too. Dan, good talking with you. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. Good review. Cheers. Yeah. We'll just call this the end of the show here. So. Okay. I'm Peter. (laughs) I'm Brennan. I'm John. I'm Chris. Yeah. And this is Popper to the people. And Dan already left. Bye.